Hey guys, this is Devin jumping in here really quickly just to give you a brief intro. This is Model Talk. I'm Devin Blackerby and the lovely blonde to my left in this video or this audio is Nicole Nance. Um, we did a recording on my Twitch stream for our birthday episodes. We did a live stream. That's the, the audio you are about to hear. We have been a little bit scrambled and didn't get to record an actual intro. So this is it. And we will continue with the audio now. But thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to us. Rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at Model Talk Podcast PDX to keep up with everything. We're currently lining up a bunch of new interviews. We're really excited to have you guys for season three. And thank you so much. And please help us celebrate our lovely birthday episode by continuing to listen. Thank you. have nicole with me today <clears throat> for our podcast can i talk now? birthday anniversary yes oh. we can talk now <laughs> hopefully you guys can hear me okay i decided to wear a mask because i've been out more than devin but devin's been super quarantined but we're also drinking so how's that gonna work hi I'll james to, to take a sip don't mask shame me devin <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm glad this is starting well <laughs> jesus christ this is my Sorry. chat. Oh. Everyone be nice to Nicole. She's new. <laughs> she doesn't know. She's new to Twitch, but she's here. But not to life. Mask shaming. I'm getting shamed now for mask shaming. <laughs> I'm trying. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. anniversary slash birthday. I mean. I don't know what to call it. I don't know either. It's both. Sure. It's both. People are saying hi to you. Hello. <laughs> oh, there's a thing. Yes, you can Usually when we it. do this on Instagram, we don't get a lot of... <laughs> Responses. Amazing smile if she hides it under a mask. Oh, James. Great. He's such a, it's not he's that such great. a little flirt. Birthiversary. Thank, there you go. Thanks, babe. Birthiversary. Um, yeah. Uh, so basically, quick lowdown, and you can clip this from our audio. This means they're a mod if they have the a little green, green sword. So they're going to help us today because I'm unsure what's going to happen today. But I don't even know. I've never done this before. Take off your mask. Why? Okay, fine. <laughs> People yeah. can hear me. Happy anniversary. Hope someone throws a cake in your face. Jesus, Thanks. thank you. We chocolate, didn't... please. Yeah, we're both <laughs> chocolate ladies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Chocolate women. What? Lovers. No, like, wow. Food. <laughs> oh, my. Can I swear on this? Yeah, do it. Okay. I'm marked as mature content. Okay. I'm marked as 18 plus. Okay. Um, but that doesn't mean it doesn't stop people from getting in here. But I have a command that says you have to... You, if you're going to be in here, it's at your own risk because okay. they have to well, have parent on Twitch. If they are under 18 and they click on a channel that's mature content, they have to have like parental consent. So it cool. makes them go through some steps. Um, and also that's what mods are for to kick them if they're under 18 because they can't be here because I can get in trouble. Gotcha. So, and gotcha. we don't want that. We can hear you perfectly. By the Good. Cause we only have one mic. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Seabass. I just saw that. <laughs> Who's Seabass? Yeah. It's just the names. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Let's update Nicole. I'm getting Twitch married, <laughs> apparently. Oh, is this the Twitch husband you spoke Twitch of? Twitch husband is in my chat right now. Okay. Um, 
But yes, we've it started as a joke, but we're having a fake wedding now. And there's okay. many people. Do you want to be in it? Want to be a bridesmaid? Let me interact with him first. Good. Okay. <laughs> this is a good call. Uh, good. Okay. Yeah. I I'm like. surprised you told me that, considering how... Well, it started as a joke. So it's been a joke switch wedding the okay. whole time. I'll, I won't I'll be tell an you, asshole. I'll tell you other stuff later. Okay. But it's been a joke switch wedding. Um... But yeah, he just goes, oh no, Lex. No, it's not Lex. Lex and I are not Twitch married anymore. We've talked about this. I've done a lot while we haven't hung out. <laughs> I'm yeah. realizing. It seems like They it. both start as jokes. And now it's still. So basically, it started as a joke in. So Razor Minch is Twitch husband. It started as a joke in oh. his stream. And then it went to my stream. And mm-hmm. then it went to the main streamers that are like the stream that I'm mainly a part of the pub night I did last night. So then it's now in there. So now it's just across three streams and it's just it is what it is. OK. Yeah. It's gotcha. just a running thing now. You it's know? fine. Excuse me. <laughs> Babes, it's fine. Don't worry about it. She. Oh, God. She just cleaned up the Twitch boys. James, stop it. Jesus Christ. Oh, this is going to go really well. But yeah, I call people huh. by their usernames. Welcome to... I'm one Got of it. many. Oh, no. I'm getting in trouble now. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. My husband watches Twitch a lot. Does he? Oh, yeah. I don't think he'd like me. He got, it, he got it banned from work because he was on it too much. <gasps> really? Yeah. What is he? He plays Destiny, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's his main thing. James was just playing Destiny the other day. What is he? What's his character? Do you know who he plays as? Uh, I want to say it's a warlock. Does that sound right? Mm. It would be the hunter. There's... He has an air bow and arrow. Oh, oh yeah. He warlock. said yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know. Okay. No. You, well, yeah. So Nicole's husband games a lot. Man, it sounds like a chill husband. He's cute. He supports us. All. Yeah. Hunter, Titan, Warlock. Those are what you can play in Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Warlock. He's chill. He puts up with I think us. Warlock. He has like a bow and arrow. I know he plays <laughs> a, plays as the hunter a little too. Cause I okay. Think I asked him that, but he might be a warlock now. You can switch between. You know. Sure. Games are for nerds. We're all nerds. It's okay. I'm on Twitch. <laughs> I think I'm confirmed I'm a nerd. Does Nicole... Do you game? No. Yeah. Nicole's not a gamer. I do uh, Mario Kart, like Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. Do Animal Crossing? Do you play Animal Crossing? No. No. Okay. No. So you do, like, party games. Like, fun... I just have never been good at it, and I just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Razor is a D&D nerd. Okay, the, Dungeons the Twitch and Dragons. Has, the Twitch husband. Yeah. I dated a guy like that. I've dated many now. That's a problem. <laughs> There's been two already. <laughs> or maybe it wasn't D&D. I know what D&D is like vaguely, but he played the game of Magic. The magic card, is card game. Magic is a card game. Mm-hmm. It's Magic is based on the elements. Okay. So it's like um, earth, water, fire air and then death so you have a black is death so it's five got it i don't i know be sliding in the dms seabass don't out me <laughs> don't out me oh my god my stream makes fun of me a lot if you can't tell and also i don't always like oh yeah i don't always clock everything that i read slow if you mm. yeah um but anyway yeah zach's very supportive of the podcast mm-hmm. 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 he listens to us yeah he gives us feedback i'm trying not to move around too much you're fine i move a lot um yeah totally so this is different twitch i've never welcome uh yeah thanks 
I feel really old for not knowing. It's fine. Cole's already painting an image of you. <laughs> Jeez. Here we go. Oh, God. Um. So it's our birthday. An image of you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. You're fine. You, you don't have to read everything. I won't, you know... I love them, but I don't. They know it might guide not be. us, Devin. Yeah, I'm guiding. I'm lost. I'm trying my best. I just have my one note that says um. This <laughs> is so um. I don't say um too much. Oh my god, you're calmed <clears throat> out. Everybody knows. Um, oh my god. Okay, great. Oh, <laughs> um, so we do a podcast. You're okay with saying the name, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Our podcast is called Model Talk PDX. Um. We are both two models that have worked in the industry for, I've been in for 10 years. How long would you say you've been in? Four. Four-ish. I think you're Four on five. Four going on five, yeah. Yeah. Nicole's on five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I have a, one or two models in my chat normally. Oh, okay. Uh, there was one that was doing lingerie stuff, and so she was asking some questions. Which, Where are they? Um, She was in, Joe, she was in Texas. No, I mean, like, where are they? Oh, I don't know if she's here at the moment, but she was in Texas. Okay. So we were talking about uh, shooting from home, specifically, because she was doing oh. a lot, which Nicole got really into, guys. Shooting I, at home, yeah. I don't know if this is a trend. Well, it was a trend, the FaceTime shoots, which Nicole got really into, and I yeah. did not. But Well, I mean, I've actually gotten some jobs doing it that way. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, I don't know how everything's going to go with COVID. I mean, there's a massive second wave coming, so we'll see. Yes. I'm just um, trying to... Right know. now, most of my chat is the UK mm-hmm. or um, Seabass is in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think and Supreme is in the Middle East. Right cool. now, I don't have a lot of Americans. Mm. Well, here. So they might not know we're doing bad. <laughs> yeah. We're doing yeah. really terribly. Um, Oregon and Washington, I think, are going to potentially be closed again. I don't know about Washington. Oregon is. Washington just is frozen. We're frozen in where stage we're at. two. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we went back some. I don't really know. I don't know what to expect. No. Because yeah. it just keeps changing every day. Mm-hmm. And places that were totally fine are, like, no longer totally fine. And then there's Florida. Oh, Florida makes us really sad. Um, I tell all of the Europeans that we just leave Florida alone to do their own thing, which yeah. I think is pretty accurate for a United States standpoint. We just we just say, oh, there's Florida. Yeah. They could stay over there. Um, it's sticky there. Yeah. Human. It's, yeah. It's been rough. Oregon is preparing to shut down again. Washington is just stuck in phase two, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was getting my tat when I was getting my tattoo. He was like, "Oh, we might be closed again. Like they're preparing yeah. for another close." Oh, frustrating. I was supposed to leave for New York on August seventh, but I'm gonna push it out longer, and we'll see. Yeah, this is distracting. I know it is. Florida is sticky. Sounds so wrong, even though it's Florida. <laughs> it is. Oh, it's okay. Humid. So, Seabass is the one that sent me the anti-maskers thing from Florida. Have you seen those videos where they're like? God gave us the right to breathe. Why are we taking that away and not wearing a mask? So <laughs> that was die? my reaction. That was my reaction. So he sent me those videos to watch mm. on my stream, and I watched it on my phone, and I was like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. very frustrating. But there's a lot going on here right now. Yeah. It's um, modeling's on a hold, basically. Yep. Our whole industry's on a hold. 
You had to be, what was the act for model lines? You had to be in New York or California to claim unemployment for as a oh, model. <clears throat> really? I think those were the only two states you could really do it. Well, Oregon I now did, finally did a freelance thing. Okay, cool. Where they were like, if you're freelancing, you can. Did you order paprika Pringles? I ordered the paprika Pringles. I did. Do you know what paprika Pringles? I mean, I know what paprika is and I know what Pringles are. So, uh, because we're the U.S. and we're dumb, uh, in Europe, they mm-hmm. make paprika flavored Pringles specifically just okay. for the European market, and I think you can get them in Mexico too. Hmm. So when I was in London the first time, we had them, and they're so freaking good, but we don't get them as the United States. Okay. Like they never get sent here. And I was complaining about that on stream the other day. So Seabass sent me a link to some on Amazon, and I just ordered a bunch of them. You will have to try them. Oh, they're like really good. It's like, I don't I don't think I can pinpoint what paprika like tastes like. It's just it's like a little bit spicy, okay. as in like heat, and then it's like very spiced. I would say is how okay. they do. I it. add it to things, but it's always like in combination. Yeah. Um, cool. It's just like how, you know, Kit Kat makes different flavors for different markets. Mm-hmm. Like the Asian market has like green tea. Canada Kit Kat. has like the best Kit Kat. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a similar thing where we just don't get it. Yeah. And it's really good. Yeah. What's your favorite shoot you've ever done? They want to know. Oh, I feel like I knew this was going to come up and I just can never come up with an answer to it. Mm-hmm. Uh... We shot recently, fi- while you're thinking, I'll say mm-hmm. We shot recently together, finally, after, like, social distancing was, like, acceptable. We shot outside, I'd like to point out, too. Mm-hmm. We were, um... It was like, quick, too. It was fat, like, an hour or two. Like, two hours. If even. But we were outside, and, like, we didn't really t- touch each other that much. If we did, it was, like, heavy hand sanitized. Mm-hmm. Both the photographers we worked with were wearing masks. We did our own hair and makeup. We did our own hair and makeup. Yeah, because, like, they can kind of do makeup now, but they have to wear, like... The, it's a whole the, thing. Also, you have to still wear a mask, and then I'm assuming that you take it off at a certain point so they could do the bottom half. Uh-huh. But like, I wonder how that would work with lines. Mm-hmm. If it was like a um, paid job, I think it'd be that fine. would be different because I mean, like the they're gonna be up to par. Like they in terms would do this half I'm of like your face, on, what and then say? I'm assuming right before you step on set, they'd stop. You take your mask off and then do the bottom half. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Um, But I know that they're doing full faces with makeup. Um, I do think the model probably, I mean, I wonder, yeah, maybe they just do the eyes first and then they do the whole face. You should ask Ange because I know she's been doing it with the protective. I saw Megan doing it. Yeah, makeup artists now. And same with nails and some hair people I've seen Mm -hmm. have the full, like, shield. Mm -hmm. I think that's a requirement. Plus a mask. I don't know. If My it is. husband has to wear one of those now. Yes, Nicole's husband works in the medical field. And they just made that a requirement in Oregon to wear the yeah. Protective. So like anybody, like nurses, everybody around patients in rooms have to wear those. Really? Was it just masks before? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. But that's okay. I mean, it makes a lot of sense there. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. He's being protective. Are they being... Do you want to give us an update? Are they being overwhelmed at all right now because of the new case um, wave? In... So, like, I know... I really... He really only works out of um, Providence Hospital mm-hmm. in Portland. And I don't know a whole lot because it just keeps changing. And he doesn't primarily work with COVID patients. Um, yeah. Because this he's... Is true. He's... His office is connected. Anyways. But, so they... 
from no, what tell I us exactly where he works. <laughs> from what I understand, like he was going to vol- like was volunteering, uh, running the ventilators, and they don't seem to need volunteers for that anymore. I know they still have COVID floors. I don't know how many. Um, oh, okay. They, I, I don't get the impression that they're overrun. Honestly, I haven't straight up asked him, but um. It seems okay there. They've always seemed to be fairly under control at that specific hospital, and I know it's different everywhere. Um, I know in Pennsylvania there's a lot going on and things are getting worse in some areas because that's where I'm from originally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely getting worse. It's getting for sure worse. Yeah, we just hit a new high mm-hmm. in Oregon. And, th- and then I don't know what Washington numbers are like. I don't look every day. I don't. I just get the Oregon Live alerts that are like, hey, new case high. And then also, most of you guys know, hi, Abby, thanks for coming. Most of you guys know that um, the the riot, not riots, the the protests protests are still happening specifically Mm -hmm. in Portland and they're getting relatively intense Mm -hmm. uh, to the point where there's federal agents in our city. And um, well, they're getting intense because of of the the federal federal agents. agents. Um, even our mayor, I saw footage our mayor got, like, mm-hmm. tear guests. Yeah. Last night, so they've had, like, walls, they're calling them, like, come out to protect the protesters from the federal agents who are just blatantly, like, breaking the law. I mean, we don't even have to get into that. Yeah, there's a chunk um, that are doing I mean, that. I can, if you want to see stuff. Anyways, um, and so they've had, like, the wall of moms came out, which, from my understanding, it was, like, predominantly suburban moms. From it was a Portland. lot of white suburban moms. Yeah. <laughs> and there were a lot of pregnant women and stuff. They came out. They built or they made a wall between them arm in arm, and they got tear gas and shot out. And then the the wall of dads came out the next day. Same ordeal. The wall of veterans came out last night, and the same thing happened. Yeah. And I think shit is about to go down because I'm, yeah, I'm worried. some of these videos are fucked up. They're literally just standing there trying to, they're just talking to them. They're like, and they just get, anyway. Well, I'm like, so um, to clarify, when we say shot at, they don't actually, they're not using a real bullet. They're using a rubber bullet. They're for, not using a gun, like a, they're using like a Glock or anything like that. They're using what's called less lethal ammunition. Which is a rubber bullet, which if you've seen, you can look up bruise from a rubber bullet they're oh they're like they're gnarly they're fracturing people's skulls and stuff and so when you shoot a rubber bullet you are not ever supposed to aim it at anybody you're supposed to aim it at the ground and deflect it up but they're aiming them directly at people's heads um rubber bullets are also dangerous and they're also throwing these bombs that um i forget exactly what the gas is but if you're not supposed to use them if they're over five years old um, the ones they're throwing are from 2008, and we know this because, like, people have found them, and it says that on them. Oh, and yeah. you don't use them because they turn into arsenic. Um, what? So, yeah. I don't think I knew that. I didn't either until I read it. So they're 12 years old throwing those, and it's really awful. All the rubber bullet wounds I've seen are bleeding and heavy. Or, yeah, they're I just saw gnarly. A, they're a guy, big. Yeah, I just saw a guy that needed facial reconstruction. And he had his hands up. There's, like, all the footage out there, and he... It's a lot. They cause really bad internal bleeding. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think I... Oh, man. Dude. I mean, they, you can see through. It's not bruising. It's, like... It's a wound. Yeah. People are getting blinded by the tear gas and the bullets. 
And there's other things they're throwing as well, and I can't recall the name, but there are these bombs essentially that go off, and it's not shrapnel in it. It's basically little rubber bullets, but it just... <gasps> but that's what, like, shrapnel, like, those bombs, and that It's throws, still like, a form of shrapnel, shit. because the I, metal... In, I don't really know... The metal yeah. of the can can explain. I don't know the term, it. and I don't want to, like, misspeak, That's to be civil war in America, except everyday people... Oh, dude, I know. It's, it's too accurate right now, honestly. Um, it's really sick. I'm... I... The fact that the veterans are stepping up gives me a lot of hope. A lot of them are stepping up in response to an attack on a veteran mm-hmm. that happened at one of the protests, and the fact... That, like, the constitutional rights are just being broken left and right. And that's what they fought for. Mm-hmm. And, like, the government of all people should not be fucking with the veterans. Um, yeah. I want the National Guard to come in and protect the protesters. Anyways. Yeah. Might be ignorant, but what? I'm very... But the videos I watched about the police in the United States. Yeah, it's a roughie of a time. Hi, Lippy. Hi, co-host. Her name is Nicole. Oh. Hello. Give everyone an update on Nacho. Oh, Nacho's doing better. Um, he we adopted Nacho like Nacho five... is our podcast <laughs> cat, by the way. About yeah. five years ago, he's a tabby cat. When we adopted him, here I'll put him in my. He's super cute. Discord. He looks like Garfield now. When we adopted him, he was really thin and stuff. They ha- they said he had cat anorexia, which I didn't know was a thing. But he also <laughs> that's right. I yeah, that. and he has heart disease. So when we adopted him, and then we brought him home, and he only eats like prescription. Yeah, cat. I was gonna say subscription, <laughs> prescription cat food and whatever. And he's just really heavy. He just like keeps putting on weight. No treats, nothing. Runs around with the dogs, anyways. So we're always like monitoring him. And he was having some issues yesterday, but it's he seems to be doing better today, basically. Yeah. And yesterday we took him in the backyard for the first time and brought his little cat tower out, and he loved it. It's super fenced in. And he's, like I said, really big. So we just watched him the whole time and it made him happy. Yeah. He's good now. Uh, um, Nicole yeah. was telling me that he apparently had a form of a panic attack yeah. as a cat, which I didn't know could happen. And I'm not going to lie, I... is kind of cute, but also sad. <laughs> like, Because like, I could just yeah. imagine him sitting there being like, I know. oh, my God. <laughs> he's like wheezy and he does do everything oh he can. And it God. just is. Apparently, tabby cats... World's cutest panic attack, right? I know. Apparently, um, tabby cats have a... Like, they tend to be on the heavier side, and then health... He was, like, five when we got him. I think four or five. Yeah, he's... Yeah, how old is he now? Well, let's see. If he was... So he's probably, like, ten. Ten? Oh. Maybe nine. Nine or ten. Yeah. Yeah, I so... Just... Yeah, he's a cute little baby. Oh, my God. Lippy, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. You got it. a subscriber. I did. I know, and I don't have anything to give them. So uh, part of this is going to be also me informing you on Twitch. So when you hit affiliate, which I've recently hit on Twitch, you can now have people subscribe to you, which is very nice. And they usually get cute little emotes, which is like this little thing right here. Mm-hmm. And I have an artist drawing mine right now, and so I don't have any yet. So I feel guilty when they subscribe, but thank you, Lippy. I appreciate it a lot. Um, and they get... She'll get you back. She's good for it. They get a little cute badge, which I should actually... Guys, I'm going to show Nicole my badges, because I think they're really cute, and I just got, um, got them recently. So James, which is one of my mods, his wife is a really good artist, and she's creating my stuff for me. Oh, cool. But look, since my thing is like goddess-themed. Those are my little sub-badges. So each month, Aww, they're little... It. Right? I think they're really cute. She's not done with them yet. She'll get there. Um, 
She's just trying to rip off her subs. Don't you dare. Stop it. I'm not doing anything demanding for five euros. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. There's different tiers. So the first tier for us, I think it's $5.99. And then it goes like if you want to do a second tier, I think it's around 10 And third tier is like 25 if you want to keep doing that. And you get different things with each one. But basically now that like they've subscribed, they can watch my channel on Twitch ad free because normally it's like ad supported so they get ads before or like in between if it stops okay. for some reason. It's kind of like YouTube Red because it's a free it's a free platform. Okay. It's okay, let me explain. It's similar to YouTube. Bye Supreme, thank you for coming. It's su- similar to YouTube where it's a f- I can't figure this out. free platform, right? Twitch is yes. ad supported so like it's free to watch as a viewer. But if you don't oh. want to deal with ads on, like, some of your favorite people, you can subscribe okay, to them. Got it. Similar to YouTube Red, where you could pay, like, YouTube. I think it's, like, got a it. similar thing where it's, like, ten or five bucks a month. And you don't have to watch ads. And then you get premium content on YouTube. So like it's a Hulu. similar thing. Yeah, like Hulu. It's kind of similar. <laughs> cool. Similar scenario. Um. Oh, wow. You okay? I just keep leaning in really close. You're fine. Yelling. I lean into. Uh, I say I have any tattoos. I have. Uh, yes. Well, three technically. Um, Do you want to show the one on your back? Well, so I guess I should point out I have cupping marks. You do have cupping on marks. my back. That's yes. what the bruises are, and like, they're like technically four days old, and so they look less like cupping marks now. And I'm very pale, so it's just they really look like obvious. cupping marks still. Yeah, Nicole but, did cupping, so she's not. You know, to tell me if it's like in the camera. Okay, lean this way. There's a little star. Okay, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we're in a cramped space also. So, yeah, you have the star there, and then you have two on the side of your hips. hips. Yeah, Yeah. two different doves and stuff. Cute little star. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Tell them what you wanted to do for your, um, on your, to cover one. I think I want to do my wedding bouquet on my hip, mostly because it's all my favorite flowers, and my best friend was my florist, and... I just really like it. I think that could be pretty, but I don't know yet. I should just sit down and draw it and figure it out. I think you can set abs for subs if you want. I think I can, but it mostly turns them off, so I'm not worried about it. Did you do? Yeah, the, I did the suction thing on my back. Yeah, she did. How did you do fire cupping or just normal? Mm-hmm, cupping? The flame. I've Ooh. been doing it for like five years now. Tell us about I it. I love I've never it. Done it. <laughs> so I have like I'll tell you about it real quick. I have really bad chronic pain in my neck, shoulders, like upper back and stuff. And I'm not quite sure what it's from. So tried all this stuff, went to acupuncture. They do this thing called cupping, which is, I describe it as a reverse massage. So like massage is pushing in and it pulls your muscles out. And basically it's like a glass cup and she just like wipes the flame through it. Like, Mm -hmm. and it just puts heat in there enough that it kind of sucks. So there's no fire near you. Mm-hmm. It just kind of sucks up the muscle into the cup a little bit. They can make them as tight or as loose as you need. Yeah, I've seen different levels. They sit there kind of like pressure point style, making the muscle relax. And then she'll move them around and then pops them off. Mm-hmm. And it isn't. It, it can be intense. Um, I have a really high back pain tolerance because it's just... Nicole's a fire sign. Oh. Am I? My chat is... I'm an air energy when it comes to um My chat yoga. is Aries dominated. I'm Aries. And Nicole's an Aries. Who's in it right now? Razor's a Pisces. Lippy is a Gemini. Cuts? Um, I don't know what you mean by the cuts. I don't know about cut. Yeah, Lippy's a Gemini. Seabass is a Libra. Code Monkey... Oh, God. 
How do you remember all this? Because they're like my main people. Oh, so I remember okay. I remember them because they're mainly in here. Um, Nicole's husband is a Gemini Lippy. And my mom is. Pisces. Code Monkeys is a Pisces. The blood setting. So the oh, yes. There's oh, blood no. cupping. You no. can do that. It's weird. Mine isn't anything. I, From what I understand, which isn't a whole lot, that's more for like illness-based stuff. Mine is like chronic pain and like fascia and muscle related. So I don't know if that is as related to my problem. No, I think it's I don't more really, of a health thing. I don't know. I do, like, acupuncture along with I've it. I've seen stuff. it. It's where they, like, put the cup on, and there's a teeny, like, acupuncture yeah. needle inside of it, so they'll prick it so you get, like, a yeah. prick of it. And it's supposed to release. Interesting. Um, I mean, I could see that. Oh, Toffee Pops and Aquarius. James is a Libra? Oh, wait. James our is mic a... is reversed. No, it's not. She can. They can see the. Yeah, we switched it to where we could both sit here, but you should both still hear us. L R L to R R to L. It's not. Yeah, we're fine. Don't. Yeah, we're fine. Oh. I fixed it. Why people even believe in zodiac signs? I've said before, Nicole and I just kind of like it. It doesn't mean that like it has to be like the everything. We yeah. just kind of like it. Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about it. Um. We're just kind of into it. It's just something fun, honestly. Like, it's not... We don't sit there and, like, read our daily horoscopes. Well, and I don't... I think people that do... Like, so one thing I find really interesting about it is it's... When you look, start looking into it and you ask other people about theirs, it's, like, this different level of trying to get to know somebody. And I think when you're comparing horoscopes, you're comparing, like, how compatible am I with this person? Mm -hmm. And it opens up these other conversations and, like... Because... My husband and my mom are Geminis, and they don't act like it at all. And right there, that's like a conversation. And then it's like, oh, well, what are their personality traits that make it different? And you learn a lot about people. I think Zach is a Gemini Um, because, to me, Gemini is high creativity, which mm -hmm. he is because he does a lot of woodwork for you guys. Like, he builds a lot of stuff in your house. Yeah. So he has, like, a form of a create. Like, Gemini to me, people say is two-faced, but to me it's, like, multi-sided, meaning, like, he can click into being a medical professional at one point. He can click into being, like, a woodworker at one point. He can click into, you know. That's how I categorize Gemini. I, I knew nothing about zodiac signs until Devin, Devin kept saying you're such a pice. Yeah, I feel like I get people into it. <laughs> I'm just... It's just interesting. I've always been like, I don't know. And then it gives you something to identify with. And it's just kind of... Abby, remind me of yours. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't remember. Abby is a Sagittarius. Abby, Ab- sorry. Is he? Uh, oh, God. I like Sagittarius too much. I like fire too I don't much. know. I'm guessing. You're guessing. <laughs> You got me back into the rocks. I did. <laughs> I got Nicole into rocks and crystals. I've gotten her a I couple. don't know anything really about them. I like that. I like. I got you clear oh, quartz and amethyst. I oh, like, cap. Okay. I nice. like the idea of like. The nice picking energies. them out and like thinking about what other people would benefit from. And if for me, I see them like you see them sitting there and it just reminds you of what you're trying to be men- like mindful of. Mm-hmm. For I. So I just started studying yoga I don't know if I'm going to teach it or not. I was just curious to learn about it. And there's a lot of that kind of stuff in there. Yes, where there's it's like, similar with energy movements. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so it's just all really interesting. So for me, it's more of like a, a reminder. And um, I just, why not believe in it? Like, what is yeah. it going to do I gave you? you amethyst, which yeah. is like high protection, high mental clarity. So like good for anxiety, but mm-hmm. also protection. And then I gave you clear quartz, which is also like a... Uh, the master healer. So good for anxiety. Yeah. Good for mental clarity. Um, yeah. I just got more. 
Because I'm obsessed. And they're pretty. They They're, make cool decor. If anything, they're just pretty looking rocks. Rose quartz helps too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lippy is um, an equally witchy person like cool. me. He does a lot of stone stuff. Nice. He sends me his stones and I'm jealous because they're pretty and cool <laughs> and they're big. <laughs> I'm definitely is... now more like in, like learning about the yoga philosophies and Hindu and stuff like that. Yeah, I do some really, Buddhist work in really what I do, cool. yeah. which is similar to yoga because it's working with mm-hmm. energy and it's working with chakra to move yep. energy. Yeah. I have some Buddhist pretty. work, which is like in the spiritualism world. Well, like the idea of like with yoga is that there isn't like one end all be all person that designed it. So it's, you're not like, they say like held to the ego of one teacher. Mm. So that's like pulled from and like, perspectives and it's all put together and stories that are shared and teachings and then you kind of internalize it and it's really just these like things to follow and then how does that work in Mm -hmm. your life like one of them is you're supposed to like fight for people who are oppressed Mm -hmm. and have confidence to speak your truth or speak out for them Mm -hmm. without fear of like judgment yeah which is cool because like yoga people always i mean they are very like yoga people yoga people are sometimes the mentality is very like but it's very kind based yeah and that is kind because you're helping the underdog so i I found that really cool Um, what's your superhero name me yeah if you had one i guess it's being asked now Mm, i told you this is asked me anything so they're gonna push that or here let's start with this what would be your power if you could pick a power i told you this is gonna go everywhere honestly probably mind reading that I can like <gasps> click in and out of. I said that too. Yeah. Do you, have you seen Wolverine? Uh, yeah. Origins? Yeah. I'm, I love X-Men. Okay. Don't the start power, drilling on me. The it's power that his wife has like, where she has yeah. to like touch people. I want that. Cause yeah. like, it's not all the time. It's like physical touch base and it's like more suggestive. Mm-hmm. It's less like pushing it. Yeah. I liked that. Something like that. X-Men. Okay. I approve. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh no. I don't love like some of the newer ones though. Yeah. I wasn't, I liked Jennifer Lawrence's Mystique. I thought uh, once, she did good. Yeah. Once. I watched um, Dark Phoenix recently. I thought it was okay. Like it wasn't the best, but it was kind of, kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think once, um, like, which one was it? What's Buddhist work? While she's thinking. Um, the Buddhist work I do is connected in spiritualism, which is a very old school American based religion, which was um, all based around talking to spirits and working with spirits. Actually, it was something Harry Houdini tried to debunk a lot, which he kind of did, because in the early 1800s, there were many spiritualists that went around and like said they could talk to ghosts and they became like touring shows. Um, but spirit- spiritualist work is all crystal connected and like speaking with the dead, in essence. But I learned crystal work through spiritualism and Buddhism, which Buddhism is all energy based. So it's like, what energy are you trying to bring in? Calming? Are you trying to bring in protection? And Buddhism is connected to energies and then they're connected to points in the body. So it's like the 12 chakras or the 13 chakras that are in the body. I'm focusing currently on five. The main ones are the ones exactly. I know. So I haven't yeah. gotten to that point yet. But there's a, I think there's 12 or 13. Um, yeah, Ouija boards were really part of spiritualism. I don't touch that because that freaks me out. I had a really experience, weird experience as a kid with them, just kind of messing around but still kind of believed it. Oh, it was yes. Scary. Nicole's also oh. had a ghosty experience. Yeah. We will talk about it because I talked about mine one time. Uh, when gotcha. I, I was doing a full moon stream and I was like, someone was joked about ghosts. And I was like, um, I have a ghost. Yeah. Um, it's the movie where Deadpool finally makes his appearance. So Origins. 
Yeah, but people hated that Deadpool. They didn't like... Mm, I didn't... I mean, he only... In that movie, he's only at the very end. Like, I loved Wade Wilson, and I also love Ryan Reynolds. Like, I think they did a good job when he finally got his own... um, spin-off oh yeah yeah, yeah definitely like, the, how they introduced it was not no good. yeah i well I, i'm not super familiar with that part of the comic book so i like personally i, just I thought it was, was really, told it was incorrect apparently <laughs> yeah i thought it was badass um sure but it was only at the end of that and then i prefer like the other be careful Deadpool, what you but... say about that oh yeah oh i, I mean some... i Bye. <laughs> um, I have. I love Deadpool. Like I. Um, so James. I don't. Is, James is know a Deadpool, what I'm saying Deadpool wrong about fanatic. It. <laughs> no, James is a Deadpool fanatic, and then I have okay. another moderator of mine called Sith, who's also a Deadpool fanatic. Gotcha. To the point where, like, so the theming of their channel, like the theming of mine, is like goddessy witchy. Yeah. Both of their theming is Deadpool. Oh, cool. So they're both really into it. It's not cute. Deadpool had nothing to do with why that movie is where I lost interest. That's just the the last one I remember being like, oh, this is so good. And then from there, it started going down. Deadpool. It had nothing to do Deadpool with Deadpool. Is my favorite hero. Yeah, I thought they did mm-hmm. good. Like honestly, if you hear Ryan Reynolds talk about it in like. Um, interviews he like pushed for it a while to get him to made and he did a very good job yeah i read something that it took him i can't even like several years to get it to go through yeah no like for the training for the sword like for the fighting that he did oh yeah with the the double sword it took like oh i can't even remember how long he said and then there's like 30 seconds of it in the movie Um, but it's still a cool skill to have but yeah no, I love the Deadpool movies fourth wall as breakers. they are. Yeah, fourth wall breakers are always good. He does a good use of the, like, talking to the audience, like, breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's good. To be fair, the storyline always... Oh, my God. Okay, I'm not going to get into your Deadpool fanatics right now. We're talking about modeling. We're talking about podcast. I loved Gambit. That's probably my favorite X-Men character. Is it? Mm-hmm. Who is mine? I feel like besides Wolverine's wife, if we're talking the original group, right... Um, probably like Storm. Yeah. Because that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Get a control weather and stuff. Yes, Nicole. <laughs> You're loved already. <laughs> well, first of all, Gambit's badass and like, okay, I like can Nicole. do all the things. <laughs> and then in the movie, he was fucking up. So, yeah. I told you guys you would like her. She's great. This is why we have a podcast together. <laughs> um, which actually, mm-hmm. I'll link in my Discord. I just wanted to make sure she was okay with it. But um, yeah, I'll link it in my group and then mm-hmm. they can come list. Actually, a couple of them already have that I'm friends with. I'm like, listen to the podcast. And then they did. Cool. Listen to us being dumb. Yeah. yeah, I have the rock eyebrow. It's actually kind of my thing. Yes. It's actually really confusing it. watching watching myself try and do it. But wait, she did the rock. Yeah, so she can't so in photos she does it on not on accident. So she can kind of if you look at any of our photos together, she'll like lift it up. Thank you, Bob, for the sacrifice. She can lift it up um on her yeah. It's I can do the other one if but it looks more like <gasps> Petition to replace Devin with Nicole. <gasps> How dare you? You're so lame. (laughs) I'm so lame. I'm only funny when I have someone else to make fun of. That's true. We bounce (laughs) off each other well. I feel like we do. Uh, We bounce off each other. Yeah. Chat, go get him. I'm I'm mad. (laughs) We're fighting now. That was weird. It's your hubby. I know. I love when you're, you're... Internet husband doesn't support you, isn't it great? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good. Someone clipped it. I have to watch it later, James. You know I can't look at it right now, so I can't open links on my stream. It's a clip. I'll show you after. Can you smell what Nicole... 
I'm I don't know. I'll look at it later. Mm. If it's a moderator, I trust that it was a fine clip. It's not a weird one, <laughs> which it is. So uh, we should talk about some modeling things, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you? Oh, should okay. Well, since this is probably a chunk of new people and not um, not as much from our podcast, do we want to explain how we met? Sure. Yeah. Um. So where do you want to start? Yeah, we met at an event. It was a sponsorship party for an a, a large like award session that happens in Portland. Um, session, event. I don't know. Show. Lippy, thank you for the bits, Lippy. Um, um. So uh, I don't know session event. Oh, there's an award show that happens in Portland every year. And Nicole and I initially met at the sponsor party, which we both didn't know was a sponsor party. <laughs> yeah, we, both... we thought it was they were going to announce the nominees. Yes, because this event each year does a sponsor party and then a nomination party. You can click your pen. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Um, and we both thought we were at this nomination party yeah. because it wasn't uh, described well <laughs> yeah. to both of us. Um, I was still very new, so I was, like, happy to be there, but yeah. was still very confused. So we showed up, and, you know, you do the general networking thing as a model mm-hmm. where you're there, you're working through. Um, and also you tend to, like, cling to people you know, I find. Like, I cling to photogs I know, like, photographers I know mm-hmm. that are there or other models I know that are there. Yeah. And um, I didn't – honestly, I walked into that event, and I was like, shoot, I don't know as many people. I think there was five it people. It took a long time for people to get there. People are getting, like, more fashionably later and later and God, later. fashion people are so not on time, which I get it. It's the mm-hmm. thing, like, the fashionably late. But, like, I'm on it's time. It's a little bit. In, like, an hour, I think, is a little extreme. Yeah, I'd give them, like, 30 minutes. Whatever. But, like... Just feed me and give me champagne there. Also, yeah, they give us good food at these things. Actually, they've been well catered at the past couple ones. Three PSOB. It feels of like years ago. It does feel like... Anyways. Oh, my God, it's been, like... Oh, God, fuck. When did we meet? What year was that? It was the year after you won. So 2018. So 2018. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was two years ago. And it would have been, what, April? April-ish, I think. No, I bet. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. it April or was it summer? I don't know. I, I can't remember. I don't know. Wow, it's been two years. <laughs> um, so we met at this event. Um I don't remember how you came up to me, but Jeff, I've... you were ta- you were talking oh, about Jeff Wong, I the was photographer. Ta- yes, I was talking to a photographer who we'd both worked with, and he just introduced me to Nicole, mm-hmm. and we just started chatting. And then a creepy lawyer came up to us and was very weird about stuff, and he didn't acknowledge her presence at all, which yeah. I thought was stupid. And I was like, "What the hell?" So I like kept pulling her back into it, and he was weird. And then he we bonded weird. over that weird experience. I feel Super like weird. I feel like, or do you want to? Well, have... Devin was. Like, uh, 2017, 2018, model, model of the year, of the year yeah. in, pe- best female model of the year in Portland. Yes, I was. Yes. and My crown has been passed on. <laughs> I was uh, still really new at this time. And so all of these events were, like, just big-time networking events. I didn't really know anybody. And I knew who she was. And I had just recently worked with Jeff for the very first time. It was probably, like, my second photo third photo shoot out here yeah yeah and jeff pulled me into the conversation and i like wanted to meet Devin. and then we were talking to that lawyer guy and i felt really cool because 
you were like, she's a model too. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, because he was like, oh, you're a model. Do yeah. you do you need like what was it? It was well, work, somebody. It was like working insurance. Yeah, it was insurance for like if you got snuffed by a client or something like that. And he was only talking to me. And I was like, yeah. she's also a model. Like, she's in this conversation. Like, I, I don't know why. Someone pointed you out to him as a model, I think. Or <gasps> I think it was you were, one, al- you were also. That one creepy photo talk. I won't mention the Which name one? of the, the bald one. Mm-hmm. Um, creepy, creepy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. He, you were also a lot taller than me. Well, I, I mean, you are taller than me. But I am taller than Nicole. You're 5'10". Yeah. Okay. I wasn't wearing super high heels at that point yet. I wasn't ready. So, but you, yeah. I had stilettos on. That's what I, yeah. That's what I was like. I mean, she was a lot taller than me. And so maybe, but he was super short and he didn't have business cards on him. Guys, how am I supposed such, to get a hold of you? He was honestly such a creep. Oh my God. See, Bess, thank you for the bits. I really appreciate it. I like forget that there's a camera. It's fine. He was such a creep. Um, oh my god, people are subscribing. Guys, thank you so much. I do really appreciate it. Um, I'm sorry I turned off notifications for today because obviously I have a guest here. So, um, but I really appreciate it. Um, where was I've I? have done that before. Where was I going? Yeah, welcome to being live on camera. <laughs> um, I can do it when it's like a Zoom call, but I'm like. Yes. Um, yeah, honestly, guys, we record over Skype a lot, but we don't turn on the cameras. So Nicole and I look like garbage sometimes recording with each other. And so then I told her we we're going to be live today. Oh, my God. Guys, stop with the bits. I really appreciate it, but thank you. <laughs> um, I'm sorry I don't have the cool. So to give you more Twitch info, whenever some so donating bits, which is like these mm-hmm, cute little mm-hmm. actions, is like donate. Each bit is worth one penny. One U.S. penny. Okay. So, and what it does is I have a notification that'll pop up right here that'll say, like, it's a cute little gift, like a goddess thingy. And, mm-hmm. like, you saw it pop up with the subscription. So I have different ones for each one. I turned off sound today because, obviously, we're clipping the audio from mm-hmm. this. Um, and now people are just doing it, which I really appreciate. Oh, my God, they're going to keep doing it because I have a hype train now. Thank you, guys. You're so nice. It's Do just it. because there's a guest here. They really are just showing Do off it. for Nicole. <laughs> I still don't fucking understand what it is. So do it. Basically, don't explain it anymore. I'm getting, so, I, I'm getting some ounce of money. That's what it is. What about me? I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just Should kidding. I put up our anchor link? No. Um, uh, starving oh, my models. God. Yeah, guys, we're not working right. Nicole's working more than I am. You've done a couple of shoots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. How's it honestly? No, that's a good question. How much has it been? How what's it been? sorry, that was money wise? How much has it been or not that? How have you gotten paid slash is it weird to shoot during COVID right now? Like is it awkward? Yes and yes. Nothing's been in person. Okay, you've just done home stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like have you gotten home stuff. auditions? Any? I, yeah, I was before. Well, yeah. Yeah. But you can still get them on, I, your, on your own. I know. Yeah. I know. I went a little bit of a different route. Um, I haven't been looking for auditions lately. Uh, I mean, they don't exist. Uh, yeah. Actually, we should explain that. So right now, yeah. when Nicole and I both basically entered being a model in COVID, um, we would still occasionally get sent auditions or find them through social media. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they're very specific to mm-hmm. COVID right now. They're yeah. very much like, hey, do you work on the front lines? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, are you a family? It's very family oriented. Or, hey, are you like a couple? 
So like you and Zach could go out for stuff because you're in a couple di- if you wanted to yeah. do you know what i mean though they want Maybe, like yeah. honestly guys usually um oh my god thank you lippy um honestly when they um cast couples most of the time in like commercials mm-hmm. they want real couples i don't think the general yeah. world knows that like i could show you guys i could like you know blur out some stuff but auditions we get sent are like are you a real couple? Like, have you actually, how long have you been married? Are you yeah. willing to sit on camera and kind of talk about it? Because they want the actual chemistry. Sure, they'll sometimes like slam two people together and be like, hey, like, mm-hmm. like the ad I would have done, which I didn't get for Irish Spring, would have been like me mm. and someone else like put together and we yeah. would have been like engaged. But yeah. that would have been great. I think it depends on the advertisement too. But a lot of the time they want real families or real couples or real people who are familiar with each other because they don't want to have to like cast the chemistry together. Um, so it's been a lot of auditions for that. Or they're like weirdly specific instructions to do stuff at home, I find. Yeah, yeah. some of them. Yeah, the, I mean, it is. It is a weird thing because you're auditioning sometimes to, I mean, you see the little Facebook ads and stuff. A lot of those, like, that's what we're being paid to do right now. And so they ask yes. you to like, mm-hmm. like, and it, they'll be like, you know, take a video of yourself like pouring a sports drink and drinking it and it feels ridiculous so it seems really weird but at or, the same time yeah you did a what, did you do a taco bell audition no no i no. didn't do a taco bell i did like um eyeglasses trying on uh, yeah that's right stuff. yeah they want stuff now which is honestly weird guys for us that's shot from like our perspective so like if i took my phone right here mm-hmm. and shot a video which is awkward because I think, I mean, we both have ring lights now, but before I didn't have one. So you, one, don't feel like you have a regular amount of lighting. And then two, it's like shooting from a weird perspective. So you have to get framing correct. It's just like when I tried to do a photo shoot at home, I was like not in love with it because I was sitting there being like, I just hate how this looks. Like it doesn't look as professional. POV sounds like a good idea for video. Yeah. People like shooting POVs, like the point of views Mm -hmm. um, from... uh, for us for auditions specifically for like random like like nicole was saying like ads you see on facebook ads you see on instagram um sometimes like on twitter like they're shot from a pov point of view meaning sometimes the person who's in that probably ended up taking that video Mm -hmm. and then they sent it to the company and they probably like spoofed it up a little and like edited it a little um Devin covering her mouth, not really covering her mouth. Stop it. We're fine. It's not that big of a deal. Like, it's, it's, I can't do anything about it. Um, Nicole and I have quarantined a lot. We're good. <laughs> like, yeah, I've quarantined less. That's why I'm keeping my mask on because I've been doing like the yoga training, but otherwise, we're heavily distancing. It's, we're, it's fine. Oh, he wasn't talking about that. God, Ben, stop roasting me. Whispered POV. Oh, it's fine. Whatever. I'm not that smooth. We all know this. <laughs> I'm not I'm not that smooth of a person. Um but shooting stuff from home has been weird. Yeah. And then, I don't mind it, but you're more used to it because you were leaning into acting a little. I yeah, feel like. and yeah. I don't know. I find it really I find it really fun and I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, Nicole used to be a theater kid. Mm-hmm. So she is like kind of leaning into acting more, which I no, I'm not leaning towards acting right now. Not at, at the least. moment. No, okay. that'll be there if I decide to. But mm-hmm. um, I'm just not closed off to it because I'm capable. It's just I'm not closed off to it, but it's not like a. You're more in it than I am. I would say. Yeah, like, I've I, taken a big step back though from that. But well, yeah. obviously, right now, like, what can we do? But yeah. step back. Um, but I 
Until we did our podcast, I was not used to hearing my voice on camera because the two music videos, three yeah. music videos I had done before, well, one I didn't speak in because I was just an extra. Mm-hmm. That was the one where I was just in a club with them. Yeah. The other two where there was like kind of heavy acting involved, mm-hmm. I still could not watch them. I just recently, and that was shot when I was 19. Mm-hmm. I'm 22. Yeah. I just recently watched some of them for the full time because I was mentioning it in chat mm-hmm. and because my name, my full last name isn't mentioned in it, I put yeah. it in like my group thing and so they could look at it. Well, but it's stressful. I it stressed up, me out. <laughs> I grew up in theater. So I grew up like stage acting. Mm-hmm. So not watching myself on film, like no double takes, no nothing. Like it's just like just on stage. So I... I wouldn't, I, I'm not familiar with my voice on film or being, like, I'm not good at the camera acting yet. Have you gotten so used to So it's, like, to your, really different. But have you gotten used to your voice? Because you, Nicole edits our podcast. No, I just, like, dissociate from it. Really? I'm just, like, I'm editing these oh two Oh, my God. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, eh, whatever. I don't know what our, our worst shoot is. Seabass, that's a good question. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, this is triggering. But here we go. Uh, I have an answer. Like, Worst as in, I guess outcome, worst experience. experience. Do worst experience, not worst outcome. Okay. I have one I'm thinking of right Do now. Do it. Okay. Um. So I did a shoot for a bridal. It was kind of a bridally boudoir magazine, and it was one of the first magazine things I shot intentionally because I'd been. If you guys don't know, I'd been in magazines before. The problem is, is they don't credit you half the time if it's just like a designer placing an ad Mm -hmm. which is what I had been in Carla had placed an ad and I was I didn't get credited Mm -hmm. right it's story of our lives um so I was doing a magazine shoot and they were from California I think they were from Northern California and so they'd come up to work with me which is really cool I got paid which is great Mm -hmm. um and it was on the beach in Oregon. And for the lovely European people I have in here, the beaches in Oregon are similar to the beaches in the UK where they're fucking cold. Like, they're freezing all the time. They rarely get warm. The winds are insane. Hi, Bjorn. Thank you for coming. Um, so it's freezing. So we went to Cannon Beach in Oregon. Um, and I had known. They had no clue, which mm-hmm. is really funny. They I don't. They clearly didn't do their research. Um, they had no clue. So they... They were like, it's going to be warm. And granted, we're shooting bridal boudoir, which means slip Mm, dresses, like cute bralettes and shorts. Like it wasn't like revealing, but it wasn't clothing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, So and this magazine did a thing where they let um, they did a photographer training. So I had the lead photog uh, with me who I had co- gone over with. They were super nice, very professional. Mm-hmm. But they did a thing also where they sent, uh, they photographers could pay for this class to shoot with this magazine company and learn how to yeah. shoot kind okay. of bridally boudoir, which was great. There was mm-hmm. no issue with that. So we get there. Um, I carpooled with them from my place of residence at the time, which was like probably two hours, three hours to Cannon Beach mm-hmm. from where I was. Um so I carpooled with them. They were all super nice. And, like, I was fine on the way over. We're getting there. We're setting up in this parking lot. And we took over, like, a chunk of this parking lot for, like, hair and makeup yeah. and everything. People are kind a lot of, of space. Well, and people are, like, kind of watching. It was kind of cool. Like, yeah. tourists are kind of being like, oh, like, what's she doing? Um, <laughs> the artists were super cute. They were all really nice. Um, and then I changed, I think, in one of the cars. Because, like, that's what you, yeah. do. you do, what you do. And we go out there. And it's 
freezing. It's so cold. Um, the winds are insane. It's like cutting right through me. I remember we get out there. Oh no, I changed in a bush. That's right. So I took the makeup artists and the like wardrobe people and we found this little bush on Cannon Beach. Uh, and they like made a wall for me too. Yeah. And I call also, I still had pasties on and I still had a thong. Yeah. So I didn't really super care at that point. No one was like oogling from afar. You know, it's a busy beach. So I changed into the first thing and it was like a kind of a white dress and they gave me this really pretty bouquet. And um, one of the girls actually, she gave me her wedding ring to wear because it was bridal. Hmm. Which I was like, oh no, this seems like a lot. Yeah, that would be scary. Uh, they like your butterfly mask, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> um, so she gave me her wedding ring, so high pressure. So we get out there, and it's blowing. If they start shooting, so it's me, the main photog, and then there's probably like six other photographers. So yeah. it's long. Yeah. And we're going, and we're going, and I'm just like freezing more and more the whole time, slowly. So I went from a white dress to... Like a bralette with like kind of lacy shorts and like a sweater, like an oversized sweater. And then we did a pink slip, mm -hmm. like a really, it was beautiful, but I was so cold. And at certain points I was walking towards the water and back to the water and toward like a bunch because they were just getting like constant shots. Mm -hmm. And I was so cold, guys. They felt so bad. They would like bundle me up every time we broke and like they felt really bad. I didn't feel bad because, like, I kind of knew, but I was also like, don't feel bad. Like, this kind of what yeah. our beaches are like. And they were all, except the artist team, the makeup and hair people, all of them were from California. So I had no yeah. fucking clue that our beaches were not warm. And it's like, too, you probably felt comfortable that if you needed to stop, you could say something. Yeah, I was like, like hey, can yeah. we do this? And, like, they were like, we're so sorry. I was like, I mean, I'm getting paid. Don't Sometimes be sorry. Sometimes that's part of it. And as long as you feel like, you know what, if this does, if I do get too cold, I know that They'll be okay if we wrap. They, were so, the, they yeah. were so nice. They like were giving me their jackets. But I say it's my worst, one of my worst experiences because so we, we wrap finally. We were probably shooting for like four or five hours. It's kind of a long day. I get in the car and they blast the heat for me. Mm -hmm. So I went from freezing to too hot. So I think I got like a form of like heat sick because... Yeah. So I like bundled up and I'm sitting in the car and we start driving and I instantly like, oh my God, I'm going to puke. And Ugh. so then I like and made you have like two hours. Yeah, I made them. I was like, pull over or like right now. And they were like, are you OK? I'm like, just pull over. I pulled oh. over. I got sick on the side of the road. And I get back in and I'm fine because like I just needed a one. It's not food. Poisoning. Yeah, it was a one time not, shot. Yeah. And then I was fine. And I sat in the front and I kind of get motion sick in, in general. Yeah, me too. But I remember the photographer proceeded to tell me because I apologized a lot. I was like, I feel bad. I'm sorry. Like I but I promise I'm like, I'm OK. Like, it's not bad. Um. The photographer proceeds to tell me the whole car ride back how he was recently shooting with a model who was throwing up the whole day. Like, she was sick the whole time. It was Yikes. a combo of, like, motion sickness slash I think she might have just been nervous. Yeah. Um, but oh. he was saying, like, don't feel bad about it because she, like, stopped, like, three or four times in the shoot to get sick. And I was like, why would she keep going? Like, I was so... Why would they let her keep going? I don't know. Why would you not just... Wow. I'm confused by that. Uh, a classic night out. Oh, God. Um, so she... So that was my worst experience because I felt, like, violently ill, I yeah. would say. Worst, I don't know, like, uh, sketch mm. experience was... Um, there's just been experiences where we're both cold. We've mentioned that a oh, lot. Like, we both shot in, like... I had a change in a porta potty once. Yeah. yeah. 
I think the worst I've done is change um, um, against a wall. But of course, the port like when I had to do that, it was a planned one for like my portfolio. So it wasn't like some client or somebody making me do that. It was just like we didn't think ahead because I'm the one that planned this. Oh shit! I think the worst Literally one was maybe body. like when I was shooting with Wendy Ollendorf in the dress where I was. It was in uh, 30 degrees Fahrenheit, so freezing. Like could have mm-hmm. been snowing, but it wasn't. We were in this, like, building alcove where they probably could have put a building, but it was kind of like a little brick-in park area. Okay. We were shooting against this really cool vine, and I was done, and there was nowhere to change. So literally, like, Tom holds up my jacket for me, and I just change right there Mm -hmm. against this wall. And I was like, yeah, this is what's happening. (laughs) Like, I guess that's the weirdest place I've changed in. Hmm. Otherwise, I've changed a lot in my car. But we're kind of, but we're kind of used to that. Like we both changed in our car for the shoot we just did because we were on site somewhere. Yeah. Um, uh, Heat stroke. See, I think I had a form of a heat stroke, Libby. I I love the Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. Had to resort staying indoor watching Spanish cartoons for thirteen days. Oh no. But I think I had a form of like light heat stroke because I went from literally like feeling numb fingers to like so hot. So I think I just temperature changed too quickly, and they even said that. Hope Portify doesn't it tip over. <laughs> That'd be a nightmare. Yeah, you'd have people on the it side was hold it. Gross. No, I was. Just, what shoe was that? For it was just me and Bill. We were oh. just doing. We were at a track doing some like portfolio shoots. And, oh, was yeah. that your like athletic-y one? You're yeah. Doing? Yeah. Okay. One of them. Yeah. Okay. Worst okay. shoot experience. Can you think of it? I mean, <clears throat> doesn't have to be creepy. It could just be like you got ill because that's mine. <laughs> I don't. I have I don't have a ton of creepy shoot experiences because I well first of all I don't shoot lingerie no or nude and I didn't start super young and I have not that you don't this isn't directed at you but I have a very strong personality and I don't think people try and pull stuff like I I think I would be a hard person to get away with getting creepy to the point that I would be like, this shoot's creepy. Like, I would pretty quickly. I think you're a lot stronger up front. Yeah, With maybe. your personality, which isn't... I kind of put that wall up pretty quick. You put the wall up right away, whereas I will wait a second <laughs> to get someone's vibe and then I'll choose. Yeah. You just do I it just instantly, kind of do it cause... which honestly is a good form of protection. So. Not as an asshole, but, like, I do kind of put up, like, this professional, like... Well, not even just professional. I don't want to say it. It's just the way that... I noticed that that happens I mean, a lot. I've talked to them a lot. I do it with bit. male models too. Yes. And and so I like working with, you know, it's like I have to put that there. It's and a you on the other hand, safety and protection. Yeah, and you do it, but you also are flirty and single and whatever. I'm a huge flirt. So they know. There's they know. I'm a huge flirt. It's never okay when it's in a professional setting. I don't want to get into safety today. My anxiety no. is already like... <laughs> no. Um, okay, worst shoot experience. Worst shoot experience. Um, <laughs> Welcome to us tangenting. <laughs> well, let's see. One of the hardest shoots I ever did, and I'm so glad I did it, and it didn't end up being bad, but it was really hard during it. Um, I, am, I have like a big what? He goes, she so flirts much. with me and it makes me uncomfortable. Fuck you. No, it yeah, doesn't. Well, <laughs> um, I flirt with the I call, too. Then I guess she too. just can't handle Devin, and that's unfortunate. Yes, tell him. <laughs> so, anyways, before I was interrupted. Sorry. I forget what I was saying. Worst shoot experience. I'm just kidding. Worst shoot experience. Yes. So, I'm, like, terrified of birds. I really hate oh, them. yes. Yes. Okay. And I had an amazing opportunity to shoot with two owls, a hawk, and a couple of falcons. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I was really, really scared, but I wasn't going to say no because I love shooting with animals. Like, I shot with, like, the python Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so, like, in between shots, I'm, like, sitting there, like, and I just had to, like... Yeah. And then the camera goes up and you do your thing Mm -hmm. and everything. And everything went fine. Really great photos. It was an amazing experience. But, oh, my God, I was really scared. And the hawk was, like... You did a hawk and an owl. Did you do one other bird or just those falcons? Two? So a there falcon. were two falcons. Okay, yeah. And then um, they were smaller. And mm-hmm. then there was the hawk, which was like grumpy with its owner, so it was really loud. Great. And then the owls. <laughs> Confidence. One of the owls had to go away because he also didn't really want to. They were amazingly well taken care of, though. Mm-hmm. That's really important. I've learned on shoots if you're working with animals, like. It's important to make sure they're coming from somebody who, like, loves them and they're not mm-hmm. somebody who, like, locks them up in weird cages at home just for the sake of shooting. Like, this was a bird sanctuary. Yes. Um, And we learned a lot. And the handler just, like, loved his birds. They were very well taken. It was cool. I felt safe, but I was scared. Yeah. Nicole shot more with animals than I have. Because mm-hmm. you've done the snakes. Snakes, which was probably one of my favorites. We both have done dogs now. Because yeah. I ended up shooting with O'Field's dogs. Yeah. And then you shot with... I did a wolf, and then I did the Doberman. Little Doberman, yeah. And then Jason Hill's dog. <laughs> yeah. Key. Dogs are kind of easy on set because usually they're, like, owned by the people you're working with. Um, like, photographer, yeah. dogs... A different photographer friend of mine had two Great Danes, so I ended up shooting with them a bunch because they were, like, puppies. Yeah. And then with Ophield, her dogs got in the shot, and she wanted to mm-hmm. wanted to do it. Um, where else was I going to go? Oh, do you think we'd make it a year? I didn't think we'd make it a year. I'm very surprised. Guys, so, guys, we've been doing our podcast for a year now. Yeah. Um, and I'll link it in my Discord so you all lovely people can find it. But I don't think either of us expected this to turn into a thing. And I'm honestly, we're really glad it turned into a thing. But I don't think either of us expected it because, like, um, how long are your podcasts normally? If it's an interview, they can go forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say, like, anywhere from roughly 45 minutes to, like, an hour and 20 minutes. And then occasionally they're, like, a half hour. Yeah. If it's just Nicole and I, we I think we try to keep it under an hour mm-hmm. if it's just the two of us. Interviews, there's some that have gone almost two hours. Um, and then the, we'll kind of cut them down a little because yeah. of, like, weird dead points. Or um, if it's someone we know, we'll get a we'll, little tangenty and we'll just start using first names. And it's like if you don't know who we're talking about. So those get a little shortened. Yeah. I hate doing that, but sometimes it is. I'm like, wait, who are we talking about? Yes. <laughs> No, we'll both just start. We'll we'll just start referring to inside people. And I have a phobia of snakes. I love, I love snakes. snakes so much. I think they're cool. I had a snake themed birthday like, one year. Yay, yeah, they're so cool. It was I'd like, like the most shoot. humbling experience. Well, and you shot with a the, a banana snake, a python, mm-hmm. yeah, which like, like they foot. move very slowly to the point yeah. where you can shoot with them and you're not necessarily worried about anything happening. Oh yeah, the coolest thing I learned was like you just go with them. Like you can't tell it where to go. Yeah, you so just you let you it do just, its like, thing. Work with it. It was. Amazing. Amazing. I loved it. Little snakes, those were the... I had little ones, too, but they were scary. Well, because they, they moved very quickly. They reacted to the light. Oh, shoot. Like that. Yeah. That's freaky. I don't like that. But it's okay. They were great. I loved um, it. Yeah, but I didn't think we'd make it a year. I know. I am still kind of not... I still feel like we're playing catch-up. Like, I think I'm we caught are. up. And then I'm like, wait, there's another week? Oh. You can, I hit the of mic. life? I hit the mic a lot. You're fine. <laughs> so I fall behind a lot on the social media, and then I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And then my life is basically, it just seems like there's always something waiting to happen mm-hmm. 30 minutes before I have to leave for something or an hour before I have to leave. 
So I thought for sure you were going to get irritated with my life. No. It happens all the time. It's just what I expected oh, now. And I think what it is is because I don't have, like, your typical 9 to 5. No, you My don't. life isn't predictable. Yeah. Nicole. I'm, like, available but not. Yeah, Nicole and... works from home just for context there. So yeah. I just – anyway, so we're here. Devin's really patient. But I think – honestly, I think that kind of is a thing of Zodiac signs. Like – you take the time to understand somebody, and so you know when I'm just like fired up. Yeah, and you know well, we fire how to each respond. other up too. Or <laughs> so that's like people were asking earlier, like who, like why believe in zodiac signs? I think everyone has a different level of belief, and I was saying for me, it just is a way to open up talking about somebody's personality and and understanding how you interact with them. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I knew we'd make it a year. I didn't think we would. I thought we'd run out of topics. Grant, I, <laughs> mm, God, I so did. But also last time I got so uh, irked watching. The, so for context, we oh. just did a recent podcast on modeling myths. And I watched The Neon Demon, which is like the most recent modeling movie I could think of. That's like based in some context of modeling. Besides that, there's Gia, which is the Angelina Jolie one about her mm-hmm. overdosing. Mm-hmm. And then there's... There's another one I can't think of right now. Yeah. Um, but so it's just like we wa- I watched it and I got so irritated watching it because a lot of it is very like predatory in general. It's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. So it's predatory in general. Neon Demon was weird. It was weird, Code Monkey. I like got freaked out by it. So it's a horror movie in general. So it's kind of meant to be predatory mm-hmm. in the essence of it. It's like a psychological thriller. It yeah? is. Okay. And then watching it, the it. beginning part is like all modeling based and at some point it does click and turn into more horror. Okay. Um, for sure. Um, it's not fun. I warn you if you watch it, it gets real messed I up. I know, I've been waiting until I feel like I'm in a good place to watch it. It's messed up in the end. In the beginning, it will freak you out in general yeah. because it's predatory modeling behavior. Yeah, that stuff just... it. I mean, so, okay, here's some more backstory. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that brought Devin and I to doing a podcast was, I think Our we bonded... Yeah. Well, that and we kind of bonded over talking about podcasts like didn't we we were so over mfm i made like a list of thank yous and i don't know we'll go through them a little bit throughout but one of them was angela foster because Mm -hmm. her and i have been doing the live like makeup tutorials where we literally just sit there on (gasps) yeah that was like kind of our first one yeah and so her and i have been doing that and we've taken a pause now because she's amazing and she's out there being the badass activist that she is Mm -hmm. and that's more important and but they were super fun. And then so I kind of got like this taste for like talking with people. And then Devin, I think you came on to one. It was with Megan Blake. It was Megan. We were like, let's bring other people on. Mm-hmm. Devin came on. We were like, what if we did a podcast? Then we started talking about my favorite murder because yes. we're both really into true crime, mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had an MFM yeah. grad cap. It was oh, look, great. Look, look. Oh. Are you gonna pull it? Oh, oh yeah, she has an MFM staker. Murderino. Murderino. Oh, nice. and you have to open your gift at some point. Okay, well, I just joined the fan cult. Oh, you Anyways, did? Yeah, okay. I'm in it, and I forget it's there all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I never, I forget about it all the time. And then it was like, boom, boom, boom. What would we call it? I don't know. Model talk. Hey Nicole. So I found this website called Anchor, and I made us a channel. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was. I was on a family trip. 
and I was listening to MFM, and we'd kind of been talking about it a little already. Yeah. Um, or the idea of it after it was after mm-hmm. our live. Yeah, you didn't just spring it out of nowhere. We've no, been we've like, been like chatting but... about it, and then I was listening to MFM one day, and I was like, we could do this. Like, this could be me and Nicole. Mm-hmm. And so I think I messaged you on Instagram because I don't think we had each other's numbers yet. And I was like, would you want to do this? Like, we could call it this. We both come from a similar point of like safety and activism, but also have differing perspectives, which is good because mm-hmm. I want differing. I like that we don't always agree with stuff. Yeah. It's good. It's good perspective. And then. You were like, yeah, I already have a mic and like I have a garage Basically band. have a setup. Yeah, like we can record it through that. And I was like, why do you have that? You're like, I was going to do a YouTube channel, but I just didn't. And I yeah. was like, okay. And then I think I found Anchor or you found Anchor and you're like, we just do it on this. And I was yeah. like, per. Actually, Zach did. Yeah. Because he's into podcasts and he's like, I heard about Anchor. And then we just built it on Anchor, which is an app that helps you make a podcast mm-hmm. if any of you want to do that. It's pretty easy. And then we just Slowly did it. We had a, a cocktail day one time talking talking about yeah, it got drinks. and then i think the next time we hung out we just did it I we think, recorded yeah. like two that yeah day. We, we did like our our intro teaser and then we recorded and then our first one yeah which was july 24th um oh my god i know super weird i thought we'd run out of topics for sure um but and we've moved we've into done, doing more interviews now too yeah we've done 40 episodes overall yes um our very first wait yeah our very first interview was god is gray yeah yeah. Yeah. We had a major interview as our first interview. Yeah. Uh, actually, let me explain that and I'll answer your question, Minch. Um, God is Gray is a Christian based YouTuber. If you sex are sex positive Christian based, yeah. She's Christian, but like from a humanistic approach. So, yeah. yeah. Sex positive, um, pro choice, like, uh, but was raised very biblically and still mm-hmm. is very biblical. Um, Interesting story. It's episode 15 in yes. season one. I will link it in my Discord, guys, so you can find it. Um, but she, I had watched her for her content for a minute because she was very interesting. Um, I really liked her. She's also, she was a model. So initially That's I wanted her yeah. on because I was like, she's a model. She comes from this really interesting perspective. She's not a traditional one either because she's shorter and mm-hmm. she's, but she's worked with like, she had mentioned previously before I even knew that we were going to talk to her, that she'd worked with some kind of like old school big wigs mm-hmm. in the fashion world. And I was Nasty like, that'd girl. be so cool to talk to her. Nasty girl. And and she was in the music video for NERD. Yes, she was. She was cool. Before Pharrell Williams was happy. Yeah. And she was like, so they like <laughs> flirted on set. She said, and I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. She that? had such cool stories. Yeah. Episode 15 season one. But we got her because I like DM'd her one day, I think from the podcast and from mine being like, Hey, like, I really like your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, super cool. Would you want to maybe do an interview like model to model? We're all about safety. You're also about safety, specifically from a religious standpoint. And like, you've talked a lot, of, a little bit on modeling. Mm-hmm. And at the time she was also uh, having her first baby. So yeah. she was experimenting in the world of pregnancy modeling, yeah. which you can do is a thing, but it's very like, obviously like you got nine months. Yeah. So we wanted to talk to her about that also, but we got her for our first interview and it went really well for someone who's like, yeah. To me, so big. Because yeah. she's pretty big on YouTube. She has her own podcast. Yeah. Like, she's pretty she's well, well established known. in the form of, like, and she's Christian YouTubers. It. And she's also yeah. just, like, adorable. And it was super fun. Like, I'm not religious at all. Yeah. Not even a little bit. But I, I want perspective. And I love having the conversation with people who will talk about it with you. And I've always been interested, like, how do models who have religious factors, like, navigate that part of the industry? Sure. Um and so I thought it was awesome, and we got really lucky. We were really upfront with her. We were like, "We've never interviewed, and we're she new." Was and she was so patient because, like, like, 
we fucked up on Skype for the first couple times. <laughs> or like, we tried to record it. through Anchor because she used Anchor. Yeah. And then Anchor kept cutting we us off. Out. Um, she was amazing. And that was... And then we realized, too, that that's how we can supplement episodes was with interviews. And interviews are great. And then, you know, we're two, like, skinny white girls in America. Yes. What <laughs> do we know? We, I mean, not what do we know, but in terms of perspective, like, neither of us can talk about being a, a shorter model. Neither of us can talk about being a, like, African-American model or Any an Asian person model. person of color. Yeah. Or, with or queer identity. Queer identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so we Even want like, different perspectives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I th- I think that's cool. Favorite podcast <laughs> we recorded. Oh, I, I wanted know. to think of my favorite episode. I told you to, and I forgot. I should look. Hold on, I'll pull it up. I think our most listened one, one is our first runways, yeah, which was. I think was a pretty good one. I like Let's a lot see. of our interviews. Ooh, I know. And this is not to say I don't love all of our interviews, but our yeah. favorite one was probably our interview with Sonia Sonia Kasperian, who was on was the fun. most recent season of Project Runway. Um, she made it mm-hmm. pretty far. Yeah. But she's from Portland. Um, I had a lot of fun interviewing um, Maria Del Mar Botero, who is yes. in Colombia, and she's a, a big model in Colombia. She was a lot of fun. We got some perspective on the industry out there and then she's a model in new york as well and so that was cool mm-hmm. here we'll stick to interviews for now yeah well because they were like who would you say is your favorite guest i mm-hmm. i've loved all of our I guests know. because a lot of them are our friends slash people that like one of us have yeah. a connection to i want to re-interview tom lepton because yes that just, we want to re-interview it just sound tom. where we were and yeah but. so tom lepton was the photographer if you guys are yes. on the stream instagram or if you're on our instagram the most recent shoot we did was with tom Mm-hmm. And he's a hyper creative, so we like love talking to him about stuff. So mm-hmm. we did an episode with him, but we were doing it in the studio space that we normally, um, that we sometimes both shoot in while a shoot was going on. So you can clearly hear music in the background. So we need to re record. Yeah. Who's your dream guest? No oh, Coco Rocha. <laughs> I'm working on it. We're working. So Coco Rocha is like our dream guest. And it's we only think it's a possibility because Nicole did Coco Rocha's modeling camp. Well, yeah. So I did Coco Rocha's uh, model camp, mm-hmm. which was an amazing experience. And then after I was done with the camp and everything, I um, came back and was asked to be like a scout ambassador for the camp. And mm-hmm. then so I got to stay really heavily involved um, and then have gone back out to kind of help during other camps and yes. stuff. And I absolutely love it. They're, um, Coco and her husband James are a really lovely couple that gives you a really transparent look into the industry, which is what we want to do. Um, and so I still have that connection there. I just love, I don't know, her honesty about everything. And it's kind of a good role model. So I'm hoping one day we'll be able to reach out. Um, Again, that's me trying to, like, get the Instagram up to par and, like, making, you know, like, making sure She knows about us. She's I listened know. to us. Because we did an episode. Internally makes me scream. Because, I know. So, uh, yeah, we should explain who Coco is. So, yeah, that's who Coco Rocha is. I, she's, she's an icon. Noted as, like, I, I'm never going to say the best for anybody, but definitely one of the best posers. That's kind of her thing. She's a, she's, her poses are strong. She, you get really, yes. like, exaggerated and big editorial from her fearless modeling she's know. fearless she's mostly known for her editorial which she mm-hmm. means she has an edgy look she's more edgy she she's, leans edge yeah she does the craziest facial mm-hmm. experience. i'm trying to think of a recent thing she was in to like oh point people to I she's done a, a good chunk stuff, of vogue but... like if you've seen any mm-hmm. vogue cover where that's very like 
very dark features because dark brows, dark hair, kind of dark eyes. She's like, I if I put up a photo in our Discord, guys, you would instantly be like, oh, I know who she is. She's mm-hmm. like a recognizable face, but like you, you'll never know her name, which is kind of good. Like as a lead model, you're not necessarily supposed to be known by name. But recently, she still does a lot of modeling, but she married a, a photographer. They have two kids together. Um, but she's moved into model camping and teaching modeling camps, which is very important because honestly, um, I've learned because like I was heavily trained in the beginning of my career, which Mm -hmm. I really appreciate, but many people aren't, you're just thrown to the wolves, which is kind of scary, especially since our industry is built on like young women and relatively young men. Uh, they get scouted, guys get scouted a little older and it's an industry that sounds so cheesy, but built on hopes and dreams. And so people are really vulnerable because They want to climb, and they want to climb quickly and take opportunities. Which would include Vogue. You, I guarantee you've seen her. How many Vogue covers has she done? Like five? I don't know for She's, sure. She did a review of them on her TikTok. I remember with her daughter. Yeah, they did all of her Vogue covers. Yeah, her, and... if you, I don't know if you guys are on TikTok. Like, I'm not on TikTok. She does Nicole's a huge TikTok. TikTok. I'm not huge. I'm not good. I like Nicole watching Nicole likes, them, we watch it a lot. Yeah, Coco but does good. Coco does hilarious TikToks, and she did one recently with her daughter who's like, Five? Ioni. Uh, Under, like, five. No, she's, like, she's definitely... Is she older? Iver, I think, is, like, two... I think she's, like, six. Okay. Five or six. So she's um, pretty young still, but she did a review with her daughter of all her Vogue covers, which mm-hmm. was like five or six of them. And she, her kid was so cute. Like, what are you she, doing? She's like, why does your face look like that? And I was like, oh what my God, wearing? this is great. You guys get a lot of people asking to be on the podcast. Yeah. Recently? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is hard because we do want differing perspectives. The problem with that is, is we've learned we have to vet people because on occasion, and this is going to sound mean. I don't want it to sound mean, but like we want people on there who kind of one can vibe with us and talk with us because we've had a shy, a couple of shy people on occasion. Mm-hmm. And the problem is Nicole and I are so whatever we are <laughs> like a aggre- kind of aggressive and just upfront. And so a shy person sometimes yeah. gets lost in our dynamic. Uh-huh. And then also like if it's someone we don't actually physically know or have, or like are aware of from online, like we have a lot of friends online we've interviewed specifically from like the Coco Rocha camp. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, we kind of know their, we, so we kind of know their specs. Yeah. I think, um, so we have to kind of know that they're know what they're talking about. Cause there's been a bunch of people who are like, I'd love to be on the podcast. It's like one, I've never heard of you two let me look into you three let me make sure it's gonna work because mm-hmm. like and with all that being said we've had a lot of people reach out reach out recently that we're still trying to coordinate with so we also have a giant list of people who yeah want to interview so we're just slowly <laughs> working through the list of there's people. a lot which is amazing but yeah we vet it because trying to take the platform responsibly we don't want to open the the door for somebody to come in and give um unhealthy advice or whatever or like make jokes about model safety we also yes um right now um we've i i feel we've our podcasts and our interviews and stuff um i want to make sure we're continuing to keep up the diversity and the perspectives and so that's always been something that we've we've tried to keep in mind and there's a lot more perspectives that we want to bring on and so um and then at the same time, not have interviews for every single episode. So I think as long if we're going through our entire interview list and taking on all the people that are interested, we'll be going for a while. 
It's awesome. Yeah, we kind of made a list at the beginning of just people we we both had some general personal connection Mm -hmm. with, and now it's grown because... It's funny. People will reach out to us um, a lot and say, like, oh, wow, you have this big platform. And it's like, it just doesn't feel like it. I mean, I guess we do. We put it out publicly. I know we have people who listen outside the U.S. Like, I can look at our... Yeah, I think, is our second. Yeah, I can look at our analytics, um, and it'll tell us. But it's weird to think of that because, like, you know, we're over 4,000 plays now, which is cool. Yeah. But... I think we have a consistent 55 audience members It goes, like, 40 to 50, depending... Which is cool, but mm-hmm. thinking of that, you don't think of that as, like, a huge platform. But people reach out to us a lot with, um, specifically with, like, issues, which we yeah. appreciate. But then also at moments, we're, like, not sure what to do with it because we're still figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're... Um, I don't even know. It's really cool. One thing I really like when we get... And um, just to be very specific, there's a shit ton of support from all places we mm-hmm. love to get but male photographers supporting our safety episodes oh my gosh yeah. is one of my favorite things yeah. um like we have mr johnny mango that's his instagram mm-hmm. and then like tom Lepton. they will share our safety episodes far and wide and they'll give us feedback and um that's really important because even if even if we're not going to capture all of the people that see what they shared if like two more male photographers read that and take some something away from it like mm-hmm. oh, I never even thought about this I'm going to make sure this happens yeah cool it's I just will... more I think us coming from the point of like safety and activism like trying to get transparency. the message out there yeah. because unfortunately in our field um, it's very marginalized in the sense that like mm-hmm. we're created uh, we're used very much as objects yeah um and, I mean, we know that going oh, yeah. into it, Code- but it's when it, like, break. There's, anyways. So, safety episodes, real quick. Because somebody asked where. Code Monkey, I'll put the link in yeah. the Discord right now, actually. So, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcast. We're everywhere, I'll put basically. the Spotify link in the Discord right now so you guys can find yeah. it. Yeah, and then we have, I mean, we have safety episodes that go all the way back to episode... Oh, my God, that was my favorite murder. Um, They go back into the first season. We didn't... Guys, I'm putting it in Covenant Media for you to find it. We didn't do them right off the bat because we really wanted to take those ones seriously. I like our ones about the stereotypes. We have a two-part stereotype episode in the first season. Copy link. Um, Hold on. I'm putting the the link in the Discord. Okay, the link's in the Discord for our Spotify. But we're... We use Anchor mainly. So Anchor, you can find us through Anchor. Yeah. Um, it's just we an did, app. We uh, did episode nine, which was dieting fitness and making those measurements, which I felt like was a really important that's one. A good and one. it involves safety because it involves health. And that one was really popular. I think that's a one that a lot Not of people lot have of, um, questions around. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. And I know, like, I think Apple is our biggest platform where we get listeners, but, like, I think wherever. Apple, then, like, Spotify. I, I mean, if like... you could just rate and review us five stars with a great review. <laughs> Tell us we're good. No. Uh, how do you pack your modeling bag? Yeah. Lippy, it's in episode. there. He was just looking. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I don't know. We can answer that really quick. Or is that a suggestion? Um, I think they just looked at it. And oh. it. Um, but they're saying well, that there's not a lot of safety info for people in modeling, which there's not. There's not. It's very not talked we, so, about. So well, on my thank you shout outs, there's Model Alliance, who we talk about a lot. Yes. And it's like all we have. Model, so 
Um, I think I've touched on it a little. Yes. For the people who've been or here, sorry. Here to like, been what are you talking about? Yeah, we talked about it all the time. No, people Different who are in my chat know that, like, I've said, but in the U.S., there's no labor group for modeling. Mm -hmm. So unless you're a model who acts... Because then you can claim SAG, which is the uh, mm. the Actors Guild. Um, Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, which is a union labor group. Mm -hmm. um, but we don't have a labor a group. We don't have any way to, like, formally protect ourselves in that sense on a job. So there's a labor rights group called Model Alliance, which is based in New York City. And they're kind of all we have. Mm -hmm. They've done a lot of good work specifically in the New York and California market, as in getting safety laws in there, getting that's talent laws in there. smaller markets will follow those. Yes, um, but we don't have that. So basically, if anything happens to us on set, it's either um, we report it to local law enforcement or we would tell our agency, and the hope is that your agency is going to help mm -hmm. you if you're with one. If you're not with one, then in your freelance, it's all up to you with reporting yeah. that to law enforcement. But sometimes there's a fine line of like, this was weird and creepy, but it's not necessarily a crime. What do I do with that? Um, so Model Alliance has started an open reporting site mm -hmm. where you can report incidences that don't always have to be a, an actual crime committed. It could just be like, they were weird and I feel like this could have led somewhere, but I stopped it because like, you know, I got a bad, well, bad vibe or yeah, something. And I, I think one of the really valuable things about that resource is... If you don't know if you should report it or not, or you're like... You can ask them, too. One thing about women specifically is, like, we're always like, well, I don't know. I don't want to get them in trouble. Is it really that big of a we're deal? We're taught to be very polite. I mean, just who cares? Just get them in trouble. Yeah. If, if it's wrong, you're wrong. Say sorry. But yeah, you can off. go there, and they'll <laughs> communicate with you. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, they can't give you legal advice, but they can help you figure out how to get it, where to get it, and even if, if you need it. Or just kind of maybe they'll give you some tips on... I don't know how communicative they are from that point forward, but anytime we've reached out, they've always been like, well, does this need to be taken to like a legal level? Yeah. And then they they'll will help, help point they'll you. They'll help point you yeah. towards legal counsel if you need it. Otherwise, mm -hmm. they will sometimes just dig into stuff more and mm -hmm. ask a little bit about specific things. But and they then keep, add it to a database. They keep a database, yes. which is very important because unfortunately, our industry is a beautiful, creative place, but it's lawless to the point where it hides predatory behavior yeah. and it hides predators it hides weird people and you have people in vulnerable positions a lot so, it's a lot yeah. of power dynamics so those so are good episodes we I talk think. about safety a lot mm -hmm. um and i appreciate now that we've built kind of a, a space where people feel they can tell us stuff like that mm -hmm. um which is great and like if you're listening to this after this stream because we're going to put this up on our podcast um don't stop doing that but we are going to point you in the direction of probably Model mm -hmm. Alliance because we can only do so much. Yeah. Um, if it's locally based where Nicole and I are, we can kind of do something depending on the people we know. And the situation. And yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys have somewhere where people send anonymous stories? Experience? Yeah. Model Alliance. You can, yeah. you can anonymously report to Model Alliance. Um, you can send them to us, but uh, not anonymously. Yeah, we don't we have obviously a platform know, for that. We but obviously know who you are. I would rather read, if it's something where you're like, I feel like I need to be anonymous. We're not going to share people's names. No, we ever, don't. We don't. But Model Alliance is really the big database for it. And so if we re if we direct everybody to the one. Yes. But there was a heavy time where there was a lot of um, specifically predatory photography. Mm -hmm 
photographers in our market and well, we were and just the, getting inundated with yeah. messages which was it wasn't a photo well i guess it was it, he was a lot of things he was the, a shit person yeah. but there were also other ones that we were getting yes. mm-hmm. so people were telling us for it probably like a month we were getting a lot mm-hmm. of dms with it which one i'm gonna say i appreciate that people feel they can yeah, share that you. with us because we're so open about our experiences and i love that people feel that they can talk to us yeah. about it but also from our perspective, we feel this sense of like a little bit of helplessness because we can only do so much. And yeah, we can all, it's... all we can do is point you in the right direction. We cannot formally like do anything for you unless like I'm with an agency. I if they're part of the if the girl or guy is part of my agency, mm-hmm. like I can speak to my agent and maybe they can do something. Mm-hmm. If it's someone where we have a connection slightly to that person, like they've worked at a studio we know or they've worked um, with an event we know, we can mention it to that event and they'll probably look into it more. Mm -hmm. But we cannot necessarily, like, do anything directly about it. Because, again, we're just two people speaking on transparency. I was was really glad to hear all of the stories that I did when that went down because I was surprised at the number of minors that we heard from and stuff. And I think the overwhelming feeling was that, like, there isn't a place really for people to go that everybody knows. And no. so, you know, you come to people who want to hear it. Like, I want to hear it. If you, I want to help people figure out if they need to get more help for it or what to do. But mm-hmm. we, I think we kind of realized, like, we were like, I d- uh, we really, now we don't know what to do with the information. Share your stories with us, please. We want to talk to you about them. We want to know what's going on. We're going to do everything we can to help people safe. And that does... A lot of times seem narrow to our market. Sure. But um, if we hear things on a grander scale and we want to share it and we'll help you figure out how to go forward with that for sure. And then... Yeah. we I think we just learned that there's those shortcomings there. Well, and also I think people like sharing them with us also because it's a sense of weird like I call it like trauma bonding Mm -hmm. like it's someone you know who's been through a similar thing so you could speak to them fully about it and don't have to feel like you have to re-explain the situation each time yeah which Nicole and I have lightly touched on um, without naming names obviously for safety reasons but we've touched on you know we've had like creepy photographer experiences Mm -hmm. we've had creepy show experiences like we have both touched on the part of the industry that gets uncomfortable and weird i'm gonna say Mm -hmm. specifically for women i've also heard of men who've been victims of predatory Mm -hmm. behavior and also people who um choose not to identify like the lgbtq community i've also heard of necessarily gender specific but because it's such a woman dominated at the moment Mm -hmm. and then i'd say after that it's male and then after that there's a huge percentage of trans non-binary models specifically fighting for more yeah specifically from the lgbtq community i would say this is how i clapped <laughs> who are you are you nicole kidman in the like she clapped like that my fingers like i could totally they do you okay. can't do that um thumb. oh you have the hitchhiker thumb yeah. which means it goes out more that's a genetic thing yeah mm-hmm. sorry look, look where we're going uh you guys have obviously affected the lives of a lot of other people in the podcast we oh, try you. i think you. we try i think that the goal with our podcast was to be very transparent because modeling is like heavily stigmatized and heavily yes. stereotyped so it was breaking yeah. those down in general and then it was mm-hmm. high safety priority yep. and then it was also just like sharing experience yeah. because it is kind of a weird ass place to work it is and so sometimes yeah. you just want to talk about it <laughs> like, I, a big thing for me too was i wanted to make it like less scary yes like, i wanted 
new models, young, old, whatever phase they're coming in or they're coming back to the industry to like, we're talking about our real life experiences. Oh, we went to this casting and this is what happened to just like demystify it so that maybe when you go to pack your model bag now, you don't feel like, I don't know what to bring. And are you kidding? I had a whole stream on modeling where I talked about pasties because I had a a female model in the chat who was doing lingerie stuff. And she's like, why would I wear pasties? I was like, well, well, Wear pasties. Comfort levels. But, you know, so that's kind of the idea is like, let's make it less scary, but also safer. So let's scare the shit out of people so that it's safer. But then let's make it less scary (laughs) by telling you what to wear. Yeah. Like, I think I hate, um, I know there are some moms of uh, daughters that listen to us. Um, Yeah. I've heard from a lot of moms. Yes. Which is actually kind of cool. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to lie. Yeah. And we don't say this to like scare them. I mean, I think my mom and I'm sure your mom, even when you were in theater, probably had some fears about you working on your own, like by yourself in a sense, like in a space. Not in my situation. I went to like a theater like school, but I know what you mean. I could totally see in theater that situation would be there. Because you're working with people of varying ages. You're working in a space where like you have to be like in close contact. Right. So like mom's. I love that moms listen to us and we don't share our experience to like freak them out. It's more just to be like, this still happens, unfortunately. And when someone said, so making it more scary to make it less scary, I was joking about making it more scary. But seems legit. (laughs) Thanks, But being transparent about the reality of the scary side of it. Does make it seem scarier because you're informed. Yes. But I mean, I think it's just like, and it sucks to say this, but you kind of have to have like a form of hyper awareness because it's a very much like policing ourselves kind of Mm -hmm. world. Um, And then with the market Nicole and I mainly work in, it's harder, I would say, because we're a secondary market. Um, that's mainly athletic based. And Mm -hmm. then there's a whole other side where there's a huge, um, sex work world in, Mm -hmm. in Portland specifically, there's a, there's a relatively large porn industry. Mm -hmm. There's a large adult entertainment industry. Um, and they cross over a lot. Yeah. And so, and that's not a bad thing. Like we've both worked with models who work in both worlds. Mm -hmm. Um, the problem with that though, is when you have maybe people who take advantage of the quote unquote, sometimes BDSM world, sex world, and shift them into the mainstream fashion world, it's even worse because now you have access to people who are maybe not as aware of what's going on mm-hmm. and not as on edge about what's going on. Yeah. And also modeling, like, you start for women at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you are in the sex work world, you usually are at least 18 and up. I hope so. You, I mean, you should be. That's kind of the law. Um, but so that's where it gets a little iffy, too, because we're not in just a fashion market. We're in a yeah. fashion market. We're in an artsy market. We're in an athletic market. We're in a huge – we have a huge – in general, Portland has a very large BDSM community, mm-hmm. um, which I appreciate. And I'm glad that, like, it's not as taboo here to, like, talk about that. And a lot of designers actually experiment that with a little specifically mm-hmm. with, like, harness work. And it's very beautifully done. Yeah. So I'm glad that we have that. The problem is, though, the people who take advantage of that community then jump to our community. It's like, oh, no, mm-hmm. you've now, like, kind of almost trained yourself in how to do this. And now you're jumping into a community yeah. where there's, like, potentially more vulnerable people. Yeah. So it's hard to navigate a lot. Yes. <laughs> and social media and stuff doesn't make it easy. I mean, like, this doesn't even have to just be applicable to models. It, it, sure. Photographers experience this, too, where you have... You can have a predatory agency. You can have predatory models. Yeah. It goes all the ways. um, You have people that can 
that can fairly easily call themselves a photographer. Oh. Are they seen as one? Yeah, yeah. And and then, too, I'm going to, like, preface this with everybody has their own style of art. And, you know, if you take photos and stuff, like, you're a photographer. That's not what I'm getting at. at like, everybody makes beautiful art. There are models of all different types. Um, some models do, you know. Mainly social media. Social media, cosplay, whatever. Yes. But what you have is the crossover of maybe the photographers that do the BDSM or maybe mm. more risque stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, taking the same mindset over into a clothed form of modeling. Or into a more commercial form. Or commercial form. Fashion and then form. they're not familiar with the culture of that general side social, of it. General social rules, too. Yeah, and then it seems like things really start to get... Messed up. Messed up together. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you have a big struggle with... I mean, I don't know if you've experienced this. I hope you never do. Mm. Um, but, like, models that maybe have done lingerie, or even to take it further steps, nude, BDSM, whatever... Um, well, nude modeling is like a whole there. category and it's beautifully mm-hmm. done, but it gets so taken advantage of. Yeah. And yeah. then especially if you do that category and then let's say you go over to fashion. Well, that doesn't mean that you have to be expected at that fashion shoot to take your clothes off. Yeah. And I think people are not always able to separate the fact that like it's professionalism. It's not like, what are you comfortable with? And no. Am I making sense? Yes, no. Like, it's like every different subset has different taboos and irregularities. That's accurate. Oh, I so should have just read that. It's very true because, like, I think it also depends on the level of professionalism on set. Mm. Because Portland is a high athletic market. Because mm-hmm. we have Nike, we have Adidas, we have Columbia, we have Under Armour, we have all of the main brands have either moved to headquarters here or have a headquarters here. Yes. So... That's high professionalism. It's usually very fast paced. It's usually you actually working out. So to shift from that to like fashion where like we're all done up in like a gown and Mm -hmm. we're maybe like outside in the cold, like throwing stuff around. Where people might need to come like adjust. You're going to get touched more in fashion. You're going to, they're going to fix a strap more. They're going to pull hair away from your face more than when you're doing athletic because they want athletic to be more like it's happening in the moment. Or you don't have red lipstick on when you're doing athletic. And and then if you shift from fashion which you already have more contact with people in general Mm -hmm. to lingerie where it's very specific about body placement especially because like it's not even that your body looks bad on camera it's sometimes like a certain pose Mm -hmm. will just read wrong well i explain it to people a lot too like if you have this gown that gives like a beautiful shape and anybody stands there and doesn't like create the space where the gown would be shown off the detail a lot of people will just Photoshop in a sliver of space yeah, to make that outfit look correct. It's not like changing your body. It's and not so body when you're changing. doing lingerie, it's angles. Like you could be laying one way and yes. you look great from right here. And then if you were to switch angles because of the camera and the lighting, all of a sudden maybe the lingerie doesn't look right or... You yeah. explain it, not me. No, now I'm talking specifically too much. with women with like I'd say with the waist point, depending on what you're wearing. When you twist, the yeah. skin twists, and so you can see a twist like on the side, which normally looks fine, but sometimes it moves and it just looks weird. It casts a weird shadow on camera, or it like you sometimes... shift and like my strap moves, yeah. and they'll be like fix your strap, or or like the mm-hmm. wardrobe person will come up and fix your strap. So it's more touching already. Mm-hmm. So if you go from athletic, where like Usually there's no hands on you to 
lingerie where like there's multiple hands on you you're getting touched up a lot with makeup or they're touching up skin especially if you're like pale like me where they're probably going to put more makeup like on the decolletage area Mm -hmm. or on like hands like so it's more movement and so switching each one has different rules and then touching on like nude modeling those women are if they're in the professional nude modeling setting setting they are icons they travel the u.s usually to do nude modeling shoots or there's some that have like have like the form of like the OnlyFans account or whatever but they have a setup set safety standards Mm -hmm. and they still have so many issues and what they're doing is not what i would call like porn it's beautiful nude modeling and it's like illusion based it's usually very like tastefully Mm -hmm. done and so the fact that like it's fantasy a lot of the time. A lot of the time it's yeah. fantasy. I'd say it's like very elfin usually. Like yeah. do a lot of like elf naturey, Or I it's guess... like nudity in nature, which yeah. is actually really pretty. Like there's a photographer. Yeah. Johnny does that. Yeah. He does a lot of that too. Um, but it's like you have to switch because each one has a different set of rules. So like Nicole was saying before, if you're coming from like a nude modeling world where you're used to working with someone who's comfortable with their body mm-hmm. being fully shown on camera to maybe fashion where like you're not comfortable with that where you've set up more boundaries it's a huge shift Mm -hmm. so they're all kind of different like razor said before the rules are different in each one and you kind of have to learn each subset yeah which is very hard to do or if you're just respectful to the fullest extent in every situation which not everyone knows how to do (laughs) um honestly it's um yeah, Anyways. it's it's very frustrating, and it's frustrating also, I'd say, specifically as a woman who works in lingerie to not be over-sexualized, because um, you have chosen not to do it, mm-hmm. which, you know, whatever, that's your choice. I choose to do lingerie. I don't do nudity, though, and I don't do toplessness. I will do illusion nude, which mm-hmm. is like, I maybe have a top on, and you can ca- tell I'm not wearing a bra. Or backless. Or you do or, the backless yeah. nude. Like, I'll, I'll do that. I'm okay with that. But doing that people instantly hypersexualize you it happens to me a lot mm-hmm. specifically because i put my lingerie stuff on my modeling instagram because it's like i want to show it off i'm proud of this work i really like it and also it shows diversity in my portfolio mm-hmm. you know like moving from lingerie to full fashion or lingerie to like very lifestyle yeah. you know so it shows your range mm-hmm. and so i'll put that on there and people instantly expect that that's like all i do whereas like i do like this much lingerie like it's a very tiny amount portland has a lingerie show Mm -hmm. unmentionables and that's probably like my main one i occasionally do some lingerie for shooting or there's a couple lingerie artists i've worked with Mm -hmm. like tova s lingerie but otherwise that's it like it's not that common but then people will see that on my instagram and be like oh that's like mostly what she does i'm like no we mostly do like editorial yeah like high fashion-y work or we shoot stuff now for the podcast so like podcast it's like us doing it for fun, honestly. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of how it goes. The podcast is like, we shoot now for fun with the podcast, but we try to do, Nicole and I both work in the realm of like relative high concept usually, which means we have to have a concept <laughs> when we're shooting. We, just an idea. Yeah. We can't just like, cause like this last one I, we both said, so when we shoot stuff for the podcast, it's like pretty commercial. And it's so that Nicole can make cool graphics with it or we can use it for social Mm -hmm. media. So they're pretty basic. They're not too hardcore with, like, theming. Um, But even then, I find we both tend to get a little burnt out with it because we want a theme. Like, we like... We both work in the realm of, like, liking to build a character. Yeah, I think... I was going to say it's similar in, like, the realm of 
acting where the hardest like role to play is essentially yourself. So when you're yes. modeling, if it is just you and you're there to be yourself and model for yourself, I find that to be a lot harder. It's very hard. I'm sure there are some people that thrive that can do it. <laughs> and oh, good for you. I do. I do struggle with it though. If it's like, if I mean, I feel like I can nail those shots, but I just can't keep doing it forever. Whereas if I if it's a posy shot or fashion or a character, I feel like I could shoot forever. But yeah. when it's just like okay. It's easier to play someone How else. much more can I do to be me because I'm already bored with myself? That's a good question. Do what? you dissociate from yourself when you model then? Uh, I, it depends. I say I click into another person. I I've have, chosen to make another person. I have disassociated during, I, I mean, we're both pretty open about mental illness and whatnot. And I've actually experienced that Whoa, from a, really? mm-hmm, from haven't. like a, <laughs> from a stressed standpoint. And sure. it's actually like, I don't know. So I know I the feeling in the, of it. In the shower a lot. Yeah. I'll just zone out. I know the feeling of it. And um, I do when it's a very emotional shoot, which I've done a handful of. Actually, and, this is a good point to bring yeah, up. Yeah. And I find myself, too, a lot of times during a shoot having to come back. So Even is, if it's not super emotional. Yeah. I'm just, like, too in it. This is a good point to bring up. Um, Nicole and I, when we were interviewing Tom Lefton, one of the photographers we worked with, um, she, her and Tom got on this tangent about shooting with emotion, which this is going to make me sound like a robot, but like, I don't shoot with emotion. (laughs) And so Nicole would be like, yes, I've shot in like pure sadness. We're like, we're kind of really upset. And like me and Tom can't talk to each other, but the images look like so cool because we're shooting that emotion. And I remember sitting there when you guys were saying that to each other being like, (laughs) <laughs> I've never done that. I've never done that. I create a person and then I live in them. Mm-hmm. I try not to shoot with emotion because of just past experiences I've had where that's made me like hyper uncomfortable mm-hmm. or been in very unsafe scenarios with that. So I don't shoot with emotion for that reason. Mm-hmm. I get triggered when people um, specifically, I can do like sadness probably, or I could do like, you know, a fake happy. I do fake yeah. happy decently, mm-hmm. but um shooting with like anger I remember it was like a really big issue with me just from some past stuff that's happened so I remember one time someone had asked I want you to shoot mad and I was like no like I can't that's Mm -hmm. gonna trigger me I don't want to do that like I'm uncomfortable with that um so when Nicole like was saying she's done that I'm like I've never done that so that's like our point of difference is where I shoot I take a person and make them or like even for a brand like a recent shoot I did um in winter 2019 was for Ophield, which her brand is very like Western wear slash wintery PDX. Meets high fashion. Meets really high fashion. And like quality fucking work. So her woman is like a classy Western gal is what I would say. Yeah, like West meets the city. Like West in the city. Like sex in the city, but... but West in the city. <laughs> but that's so true. So like yeah. for her shoot, I put myself in the mindset of like kind of like a wealthy ranch lady. Uh-huh. Um, like you probably worked your ass off to get there, but now you get to reap the benefits of being. Yeah, like, but you still like being in the country. Yeah, like that's the woman I created, and I like listened to country driving over there. Mm-hmm. Like I put myself in that Music's mindset. Important. Whereas um, 
and I can't put myself in emotion. Like I can fake a decent emotion. Mm -hmm. I've gotten good at that for like lifestyle, but like, so it was like threw me off as a human to be like, wait, you shoot when you're actually sad? Like I don't do that. (laughs) I can do a shoot based off of an emotion. Yeah, Nicole's better at that than me. I have to be in a. I mean, there's been with when it comes to Tom because we're really good friends. Um, and that's sometimes the goal of a shoot. If I'm not there, like if I there's days where you can't produce it but no yeah otherwise i mean i'm like i don't know i just i don't know it's very hard but shooting is um god where were we going with that (laughs) (gasps) oh dissociating do you dissociate okay Mm -hmm. god i've never dissociated fully i would say um i created a person very early on which i tend to tell a lot of young models to do a similar aspect of creating someone you can kind of click into to like be more confident be more aware. Um, Professional. Be persona. more potentially aggressive when you need to be for safety reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more like making sure that you're keeping yourself safe, you're being professional, and you're being who you want to be in that moment. So yeah. I kind of created model Devin probably around 16, mm-hmm. and now we've just kind of morphed into the same person. But mm-hmm. before I would do that, because like it was also kind of a confidence thing, because like putting yourself yeah. on a runway is terrifying initially. Yeah. Um, it's also this weird high of, like, adrenaline. So I did that initially for that and the confidence of, like, getting myself to that point where mm-hmm. I felt like I could do that and, like, we'll fake be, it you make be it. this, like, badass. Yeah. So I kind of created that person. So I would say I sometimes click into a different person still just for – to have the confidence. And then, like, I'll get comfortable and be like, okay, this is me now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but you just have dissociated. Have you ever just noped out of a shoot? <laughs> like walked off of the shoot? Yeah, but gets just said with no us. to the concept. Um, noped. I. <sighs> There's definitely been one or two shoots that I've hurried to. I've like definitely been like I'm you uncomfortable. I'm. I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're rolling. We're moving through this. Yeah, I haven't actually walked off, but I've. Unfortunately, we don't have the ability. This is like the. I mean, I would walk off if the situation called. If it's and I know actually I would, but scary, screaming at you. It's fine. We can scream. <laughs> I'm screaming at you. I'm screaming. Uh, like, have you ever had an experience when you're about to shoot and something has happened where you're just like, "I'm not doing this." I'm trying to think if I have. I can think of a lot of situations that could happen that would cause me to do yeah. that. Um, I have, I have um, canceled on a shoot for reasons that I I was like uncomfortable. very uncomfortable leading up to it, sure. but it was prior to the actual shoot. Um. I okay, close. I have said no to doing stuff. I have flat out said, no, I'm not doing that. But it was, then it was just like, okay, well. Yeah, I've said no. Um, I used to have a rule that I wouldn't say no to people in public because it makes you sometimes look like uh, the bitchy model, which I think is ridiculous. But I don't really care anymore. (laughs) But I used to care a lot. Yeah. So I've gotten close to one where I noped. Uh, There was one where I... um, so it was for a hair artist. It was for a hair competition. It was um, for her to submit photos. Okay. 
And I knew her. So I was like, great. And it was trade, but it was for a competition. I was like, whatever. Um, and I really liked her. So we did stuff. She didn't tell me till the day before that we were shooting with someone on the blacklist, uh, mm. who I had never worked with, but had heard things about. If you guys don't know, there's a blacklist in Portland of basically predatory people that you should be wary of working with. But at this point, it was the evening before when I found out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't back out. It shows lack of professionalism. I love this hair artist. I'm not going to like not work with her. So I remember saying to myself before I went, I was like, okay, um, I'm going to tell my family member where I'm going. Like, I'm sending them the address. Like, I'll text them when I get there. And we initially started at her in her salon because we were doing a bunch of work. And then yeah. I drove there separately. But I remember sitting, waiting outside of um, the studio setup. And the hair artist was like, hey, I think the photographer's there. You can go in if you want to. And I was like, no, I'll wait for you. Like, I'm not. So I didn't go in alone. Um, and the whole time, I'm not going to lie, I was I was on edge. And I might have rushed it a little. Um, but not to, like, not get shots. Because oh, it was yeah, no. still, I wanted her to get those. Well, I find that stuff starts happening once you've already had the shot. And then you're just kind of like. They keep going. And you're like, oh. Yeah, so I hurried at certain points oh. because it was also like I had been in the chair for five hours. That hair took a very long time because oh. she did just very technical work. Yeah. So it well, makes, it makes sense. sense. Hair competition. It makes a lot of sense. So already I was kind of a little tired at that point. And then we started shooting and we did a couple of wardrobe changes too. Mm-hmm. So it was also like I am just trying to be aware Slash, I don't want to be in a room alone with this person. And I will say, they did leave any time I had to change, but I was very wary of it the whole time. Yeah. I was like, I'm still going behind a curtain, even yeah. if you've left the space. I don't like this. No. Like, um, So I guess that was one where I got close. The problem is, is like, we, I think me and Nicole hold ourselves to a high level of professionalism. So we will not back out of something if it's with someone we... Do you, like know already and care about because unfortunately it would reflect badly on them if we backed out in some yeah. scenarios right like if we got a shoot with Tom and he was going to submit it to someone that we didn't love it would kind of look bad on us and on him if we ended up backing out in some yeah, in some it context depends. it really depends know. but in some context I just yeah there's no like blanket how answer. do you get yourself oh, out of no. a situation where a photographer makes you feel uncomfortable I thought we were done it too we can be done we it too time. Yeah, we can keep going. I, like, want to answer it, but I need to leave by 2.15. Okay. We can answer it really quick. Okay. Um, we also have episodes on this. Sorry. I didn't know um, what to expect at all. Yeah, guys. Nicole's not a streamer. We're only going for you two You can keep hours. going. I might keep going. If I didn't... <laughs> You're fine. Just do it. She'll keep going. I might keep going for a little. Um, Out of Okay. Breath, How to get out of... All right. Out of a situation where the photographer makes you uncomfortable... If you're ballsy Sorry. enough, you just say no to them in public. You if just you're, leave. If you're not, then I would say, I used to do the thing where I would say, I don't know, I'm kind of busy, let me check. And if they end up DMing you, then you can say no in DMs because, like, you have more power there. That's what yeah. I tell you. Or, you. or if you will call them on their shit, if you're with an agency, you just say, okay, you can contact my agency, and you mm-hmm. give them the agency email, and they'll never fucking do it if they're weird, usually. So that stops it right away. Yeah, honestly, too, just tell them you're sick. Tell them you're going to throw up. Tell them you have diarrhea. Like, if you're there on the set, like, get <laughs> out of it. I, I know that I'm making it sound easier than it is, and I, like, really want to answer that question. It's just there's so many scenarios of where where you could possibly be in the process of planning or doing or whatever. Mm -hmm. But whatever it takes, if you get a bad feeling, don't question it. 
Yeah. You don't necessarily have to call anybody out or accuse anybody of anything. Mm -hmm. Just all of a sudden you have to vomit. And you're going to vomit on the $600 whatever. And you need to go home. You can find a way to get out of stuff. Yeah. And if you can't, uh, I like. Tell the team you're with. I know this is, it's. Tell the team that you're with that you're uncomfortable because then you have a backup plan. Is the co-host also a streamer? No. No. Nicole does not stream. We're doing it on mine because yeah. I am, but no. Go listen. If you're really curious, go back and listen to the episodes that we have on that because I would say you're, to get out of a situation, your best way to get out of it is to prevent it and yeah. learning the safety steps to take up to getting to it. But um, yes, fight tooth and nail if you're in it and you need to get out of it. And don't, oh, oh, I guess the biggest piece of advice with that is always there is not one person that can make or break your career. So if yeah, they're telling you you one. have to do it or they'll ruin you, let them ruin you. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. them. Yeah. They can't. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, thanks for coming. Anyways. Yeah. Sorry. You're fine. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. I, I gave you two hours because you're not used to this. Yeah. I go for four usually. You should. You should keep going. I'll go for a little. Devin will answer for me. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for coming. <laughs> Welcome to the stream, yeah, dude. Thanks, guys. It's um, an interesting time. It is interesting. You 